You're not cringe of the week this week, my friend. (laughs) Boy, that escalated quickly. Episode are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. What a dick. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoony. It's showtime. WATP. W-A-T-P! 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 Hello, Robert Dixon Cousaroos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that's hotter than Hawaii. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who donated his kidney just to get out of work from the Eric Zane Show. It's Eric Zane. What's up, buddy? Eric Zilch reporting for duty. Welcome to the show, my friend. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And you can watch us do the unedited show live or anytime after that. We just did Easy For You to Say Part 16. 16. And put that out. Three more chapters. Starting with uh, One Too Many. Yes, extensive uh, <laughs> coverage of One Too Many. Yes, for sure. So definitely check that out. Also, if you become a YouTube member, you hit the Join button. If you're on a desktop device on our YouTube videos, you can click Join, and then you'll be signed up. You get all the bonus material that way. You can watch live that way as well. Big news coming up. Eric Zane's on our show today. He will be with us. When we are in Ferndale, Michigan, September 15th. Yes. Hi, this is Ted Williams, the man with the golden voice, and I can't wait to meet you at the Magic Bag, September 15th, for Who Are These Podcasts? It's a live show with special guests, the Drew and Mike Show, joining Carl Hamburger. Tickets are available at WATPLive.com. I'll see you at the Magic Bag, September 15th, with Drew and Carl and the gang from WATP. We are just a month out from this show. I am getting excited. I know, me too. We had such a blast last time. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. Eric, of course, like as soon as the show is over, he's like, I'm out of here, Carl. <laughs> I've had enough of this. He didn't want to hang out or anything. Yeah, no. There was smoke I, I, in the shape of Eric. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not even going to try to explain what, I, what what happened, but never mind. But we're looking forward to hanging out again this time around. Hopefully people can make it down and hang out with us along with Ted Williams. The golden voice announcer who will be there probably. (laughs) We want to encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you rate podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called No, Please. This was a suggestion from Eric Zane. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. A show hosted by Justin Nettlebeck. And Justin Nettlebeck is a radio veteran. Most recently on Q101's very own Chicago's Alternative. That's right. Eric, you're the one who brought this to my attention. I'm going to let you start things off because you have some keen observations about this podcast, which is, by the way, a solo podcast. This guy does it alone, which is not easy. Eric knows that. Well, yes, most of them are terrible, including mine. So let's just get that out of the way first. <laughs> but a little bit of backstory on him. He had, um, it was with my, in fact, when I got fired from Freebird and Hot Wings, he, uh, was hired. Oh, your, then, your uh, replacement. Uh, kind of. I think they uh, moved someone else into my seat, 
and then they've made him kind of like a producer. And uh, from what I understand, plenty of uh, uh, willingness to do all the right things. And then what I noticed right away when I was listening, like through the radio, was this guy always had a tendency to um, one up everybody else in the storytelling in a way mm-hmm. that every story seemed like it was really made up and almost a little bit of trying too hard in hopes to win favor, I guess. Well, Very uh, Z-man of him to do that. A little bit, a little bit, yeah. but um, he's he's a, he's much more likable. He actually comes off as quite positive and, and oh, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not saying he's a douchebag as much as uh, <laughs> Chad Zumach is, but Chad is known for making up these ridiculous right. stories, especially when he was doing that. Well, I mean, he's not ever since, but Alan Cox, we documented sometimes where he's telling this tale. And even Alan's just like, okay, yeah, and then what happened? All right. You say so. Right. <laughs> So this, uh, he ends up leaving that show, going to Chicago, and then it doesn't work out there. Now, I've heard more than one account of what really happened, and unfortunately, I can't really get into the specifics of it, but um, it was weird, I guess. And he did a lot of the same thing, overtelling stories and things like that. So then, all of a sudden, he's in the podcast space. I have a connection to him through my the audience that I have shares audience with Freebird and Hot Wings show. So they, they want to... Uh, do this so i review his show um on on my end and i thought that this would be something that you might like because of how ridiculous he's made his show yes agreed so if you want i can start because i have one of those fake stories that you were talking about i'm glad you do please okay so we're gonna start off with he's talking about there's um there's car thieves in the neighborhood and so he comes up with this brilliant idea on how to thwart them we're having a good time everybody went to bed and then I get a notification on my phone from the next door app saying that there's a couple guys going house to house, driveway to driveway, trying to get into cars. And the person that posted it was seven houses down. And even though it was headed to bed, heroes don't sleep. Heroes don't rest. Mm-mm. I saw this as an opportunity to catch these bastards and have fun doing it. <laughs> Capture it for the podcast. And then I started laughing and having a good time about all the prank ideas I could do. And I thought, you know what I'll do? I'll put dog poop on the car door handles and I'll sit inside of it and I'll film them. So as they're trying to break into the car and get into the car, their hands will get all pooey and I'll laugh. That's retarded. <laughs> no, I, I just want to point out one of the flaws potentially in this plan. What if you're sitting in the car and they just smash the window out? <laughs> yeah. Now shoot you dead. Yeah. yeah. Now what are you going to do? Yeah. They clearly have nothing to lose already. So these guys are seven houses down. Apparently, when you're a car thief, you just go house by house by house. Yeah. Like you're trick-or-treating. Right. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, you don't want to miss one. So I'm already calling bullshit on this, but it gets even stupider. So as I was applying dog poop to every single door handle of my car, I was laughing so hard thinking about how pissed these guys are going to be. I throw the gloves away and I go to get in my car. Within the 40 seconds it took me to throw the gloves away, my drunk ass forgot what I just did. I totally forgot that I gooed up all the door handles. I pooed myself! Oh! Oh, so gross. So nasty. I wish you weren't a liar. I'm sure that's what happened. I'm sure he says he went in the backyard with a flashlight, found dog shit, wiped it all over the handles, took his gloves off, and touched the handle. Uh, can you believe it? I mean, it's probably happened to you guys out there, too, right? Yeah, I mean, it's embarrassing that, how that many was times. The, uh, that was the common gripe of this guy when he was on the radio. It was always like the the host on the show would say something, and he would have to one-up it with something that just doesn't add up. Yeah, this definitely did not happen. And then he goes into this thing after he touched the poop. He's remembering that he has a, a gag reflex. 
and remembering his gag reflex brings on his gag reflex. And, and I don't know if you know this about me, but I have a premature gag reflex. I swear I woke up the neighbors. I can't even, can't even, sorry. I told you I can't do that, so I don't, I don't even know why I tried. Acting. <laughs> Just not buying that in any way at all. It's so lame. Did you notice? Uh, maybe you didn't listen to his very first episode, but he, I don't know if he was nervous or what, but he had a very wet, sticky mouth. Mm. I don't know if you picked up on that. Well, I, I definitely did. And um, if you could go all the way to cut number 25. I certainly um, can. This, this is, um, I, I amplified it, but these are actual uh, uh, lip crack spit. Uh, uh, this is not going to make you happy. Cut number Eric, uh, step away from the microphone, sir. Step away. (laughs) Jesus, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And the the other thing that I took away was I don't know if you noticed this as well. The laughing, the maniacal Joker laughs at the end of his at the end of his jokes and his stories. Uh, On the very last clip that I sent you just before this show started, uh, Carl, if you could play that one, please. It's super cut. Yes, exactly. So horrible. All, all real laughter is what you're trying to tell me. This is right. And and there's several examples which we'll get to where he actually will finish a joke and then he'll edit it in, and you can hear like oh. uh half a breath edited in, and it's it stands out as well. I know he did a sloppy job editing it, and oh god. It uh <laughs> so he's like, he's editing laughs in yep. at the end of his jokes. All right. Do you have an example of that? Yeah, I do. Um, let's see. Cut number seven. He uh, was getting into a um, story of, that he's made that he makes up about when he got took a road trip. He starts um, with the beginning of the story. Cut number seven. April twenty first, two thousand twenty three. My life changed, and I needed to find myself. So, I did something I always wanted to do: a threesome. Me, my girl, and her car. Ah, not the threesome you were thinking, huh? Not the threesome I really wanted either. I went on a road trip. <laughs> okay. Now there's no there's no <laughs> there's no need for the laugh. And it sounds like he actually really laughed in that one. That wasn't the punchline. No, it wasn't even the punchline. He goes, probably not the um, threesome you were thinking of. Yeah, because that's not a threesome. You and your girlfriend on a road trip is not a threesome. Right. That's why you get nothing for that. Right. It doesn't work. In cut in cut number nineteen, he busts out some stand up with one of these uh, bad laugh edits. But also, the video of this is hilarious. It's so funny. This guy is knocked out. Like Tyson just gave him the one, two, one, two. I mean, he is outro. Man, if I can just get the sleep this guy gets. Is this why people smoke crack? To get the best sleep of their life? I mean, dang, I do not recommend it. But I have never slept like that. I mean, damn. Who needs Lunesta when you got yourself some crack? <laughs> the news anchor. Did you hear him? He's really giving her the extra juice. You didn't edit that, Eric? That was the show? No, I did not. That was the show. And I have it uh, isolated on cut number 20. I have never slept like that. I mean, damn. Who needs Lunesta when you got yourself some crack? <laughs> the news anchor. He's really sweetening his own show, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. 
I mean, he just smashes it all together. And I don't know if you also notice he over edits. So whereas you and I might talk, we have a breath, we have a pause, we have an ah or a um. In a lot of cases, you don't get any of that on his show. Mm. He, he's over editing it. I didn't notice that. Um, yeah, so a lot of that. And then I have also uh, examples of these made-up stories. Okay, before we get into that, explain to me how smoking crack helps you sleep better. What, right. what, what is this? <laughs> well, that's retarded. That's really stupid. Is that the joke, or is just like some crack in his mouth and off and got knocked out? Right, right. So you have um, to smoke yeah. crack and mouth off to someone who will punch you. It's not just smoking crack. <laughs> like, there's other steps to this. Because someone's going to go out and smoke crack and be like, I didn't get any sleep. Yeah. Liar. <laughs> go back to Lunesta. Carl, when he signs on with his first show, he kind of contradicts himself. First of all, he talks about how excited he is for this. And then in the next breath, he's talking about how podcasting is for losers. Cut number two. (laughs) That's always good. It is so awesome to be here. It's so crazy. This is just amazing. I have thought about this day since April 21st. Every single moment of every single day, I have been dying to get back on this microphone. I was so turned off by the idea of starting a podcast or a Patreon. (laughs) I think I let my ego get in the way. Going from market three on a morning show to a podcast, I couldn't fathom that. I was ashamed. I felt like it was going backwards. (laughs) So wait, when people say that they're excited and they got a big show and everything, they're lying? Is he lying about this? I was like, fuck you, man. Come on. Yeah, that's pretty weak right there. Well, since you pointed out his Patreon, and I don't know how many people support him on Patreon. He doesn't show his numbers. But he did put out recently a little two and a half minute long episode that's a Patreon preview. So when you do give him money, and I'm sure we all will eventually, this is the kind of stuff that you get. Now, this is called Put It In The Bag. And I should set the stage. So he's like a bank robber. And he drives a lot of production going on here. He drives, he goes into the bank. And uh, then this happens. I don't want your money. I want all of your baggage. You hear me? Don't look at me. Close your eyes. See, I'm looking at the ground. I want every single one of you to put all of your baggage into this duffel bag right now. Whatever you're holding on to that is keeping you down in life, put into this bag. Do you understand me? Hey, you. What are you doing? Put it in the bag. Hurry up. If you hate your job, put it in the bag. If you're going through financial troubles, that's you, weirdo. Put it in the bag. If you're going through a heartache, put it in the bag. Hey, you, what are you doing? Give me this, you son of a bitch. What are you doing? Oh, look at Mr. Slick trying to hide his baldness in security. Put it in the bag, Baldy. If you host a lame podcast no one listens to, put it in the bag. (laughs) So, Eric, you're probably wondering, what is this all about? Don't worry. He's going to give us an explanation as to what this is. I'm not here to play games. I'm here to make withdrawals of all the bullshit that lives rent free in your lives and in your head that prevents you from being the best you. Now put it in the bag. Yeah, no, we got it. Okay. He's motivating <laughs> us. Yes, he's, he's motivating, motivating us. Is, yeah. I've heard about this. I, I heard he's doing some type of like, hey, you know, inspire you to do to do good. Well, it's always good when a loser who's lost his job recently and can't find a new one. Tells you how great life could be. Yeah, this goes right into an ad read. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, and, and I should point I don't want to pull the whole thing, but that whole two and a half minutes is just pointing out all the things people might be insecure about. <laughs> right. It just goes on and on yeah. and on. It's like, we get it. We fucking get it. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. Jesus. Yes, right. We need a payoff at some point here, sir. Come on. Help us out. So I checked out this episode called Think Outside the Foot. And you're probably thinking, well, that's a stupid 
name for yep. a show. And you would be correct. So he's talking about, he has this idea. He's been going out every night of the week because his, uh, I guess his wife's, his brother-in-law, his wife's brother is in town. And so they're going out and drinking. He doesn't normally do that. And it's kind of fucking with him. But he has this brilliant idea because he's going out late now and he doesn't normally do that. But the night walkers, the ones that do the graveyard shifts, there's nothing open for them. Night walkers have no option other than to go to 7-Eleven and get some roller food. And this had me thinking, since there's like a hundred different chicken spots or a hundred different sandwich shops, why doesn't one open from 4 p.m. and close at 4 a.m.? So he thinks, and he goes on to say, look it, there's no competition. If you're open at 3 a.m., 4 a.m., nothing else is open. Uh, This exists in every city in the U.S., sir. I can guarantee you in, in the entertainment district, there are restaurants. If you're in Buffalo, it's Jim's Steakout and Mighty Taco. Here we have Mark's Texas Hots and Nick Tahoe's. Every single city has restaurants that are open 24-7 or at least into the late night for the drunk crowd. And this guy's going, I just came up with this amazing idea. What if, because I was out last night and there were still people who were out and about, what if they could get some food somewhere? Like, you never seen a Wendy's commercial? Like, what are you talking about? Everyone already fucking knows about that. But that's what leads him into this dumb thought that he thought was so great it became the title of the episode. I mean, you see businesses close down all the time. And I know people are doing their best. But sometimes you got to think outside the foot. If you want to be successful in this world, you're going to have to scrub down some tootsies at all hours of the night. People have feet 24 hours a day. They don't get to just take them off like a bra after working a long day. No! We're stuck with these throbbing suckers. And damn it, someone needs to touch them and fix it. Swing enemies. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's a comedy routine, you know, and that's that's not easy to do. Most people, but most people have the realization that it sucks and wouldn't yeah. and wouldn't put it out there like that. I don't know about you, but I, 3 a.m., 4 a.m., I really want a pedicure. And I'm like, what the fuck? Nothing's <laughs> open. Nothing's open. Come on, guys. Do better. Be better. So that was stupid. Uh, yeah, and and he does that a lot, and he'll do a lot of dramatics and overacting and overselling. Um, yes. I don't know if you caught, um, like, on his very first show, he was doing a lot of this reflecting about how he's going to get the eye of the tiger and he's going to take the world by storm and all this shit. Uh, in my cut five, uh, cut five, it's his dramatics about his life's work and his addiction to radio, guys. But I sacrificed my entire life for radio. I loved oh. it. I found an outlet. I found something that, you know, uh, growing up with ADHD oh. and ADD and being put on all these medications as a kid and never being truly understood. And then somehow, about 18, 19, running into stand-up comedy and then naturally finding podcasting, which led me to radio, I was able to finally find myself and have this outlet. Well, I became addicted to that outlet. It became my absolute everything, became my identity. I loved oh. it. I loved the outcome. I loved so much creating something and then bringing it to the audience and having the audience react to it. It just filled me full of love, joy, and it almost like, I'm not saying this isn't healthy, but I feel like it was healing for me. So healing, which makes it so obvious that I need therapy. <laughs> wow. What, a, uh, what an over-the-top, inflated, distorted view yeah. of of that what the audience needs possi- him eric the they they, oh, they crave his anecdotes without his anecdotes what are they doing yeah all the sacrifice he's made guys i mean whatever who knows what the fuck this guy's sacrifice but well, it's, clearly it's a lot in this in this day and age everyone has to be a victim i have not heard the victim of i had adhd and was on ritalin as a child like, well, it's not, 
Sounds like they treated it. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah. <laughs> the fuck? And Ritalin's not the worst time you can have. <laughs> right. Yeah, this guy is trying to sound uh, humble, and yet he thinks really highly of himself, you can yes. tell. Yes, yes. Regardless of being fired. View. Well, you yeah. talked distorted about... Distorted view. You made a point there, Eric, where he has to sell things. He's like really trying to sell things and let you know how great it is and how good it's going to be. There's a lot of that. Here's a quick example. Wow, that was hilarious. What a funny video. He watched some TikTok video. And just goes, wow, that was hilarious. In fact, <laughs> in fact, this is an ice towel. I think I gave it to you too, yeah. Chris. Wow, that was hilarious. Yeah, it really it comes across. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he needs to add it in that fake laugh. I'm surprised he didn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't. Uh, can, I, can I get into uh, my fake story of Justin? I, I yes. just had one, but it's, it's several clips. Uh, right. So um, – he, when he was doing his whole get get his head together trip, his him, his girlfriend, and his car, <laughs> he uh, went to East Tennessee, and he described how, um, it, according to him, it was a very rural community, and everyone there is stupid and poor. Oh boy! Now, I mean, you can get that anywhere, I guess. Uh, I used to actually live where he was going here, and sure, there's parts of that that may be like that, but mm-hmm. he's parking on that big time and leaning into it. Uh, He opens up uh, the story with cut eight. We get out of the car right next to us is a smart car. There was bumper stickers on the car that said, we don't look, we just shoot. Hmm. What? You Stevie wonder it. There's been no lefts. What do you mean? None. Now, first of all, there's, there's no smart cars in East Tennessee. That's lie number one. (laughs) Second of all, they wouldn't have bumper stickers that say, we don't look, we shoot. Now, Eric, I've said this before. I hate when people recount the hilarious bumper sticker they saw on a car. Unless it's my favorite bumper sticker of all time, tennis is my racket. That one, if you want to tell you want to tell people how you saw that one, I will allow it. The next thing that happens is Justin notices that um women are carrying guns. Like you can see guns on their hips Sounds in my hot. cut nine. Bikini girls with machine guns. All right. I'm That's into what it. he said. That's the way he's I thought I was king. Until I noticed that every single woman there was strapped. I guess I should probably be clear when I say women were strapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of the strap ones. What an asshole. What an idiot. Uh, he expects the audience in Cut 10 to believe uh, what happened next when, he, when his observation was only the women had guns. He expects you to believe this okay. in Cut 10. Oh, no, women were carrying guns, and they're on the outside, right? Because they had to, like, show them? Wild. It was wild. And then my brain, because I'm so curious, I wanted to know why the husbands weren't carrying the guns, but the wives were carrying the guns. So I did the unthinkable. I did the dumbest thing ever. I asked. I go, why are you carrying the gun? Well, he's got felonies. Oh, damn. Should have known that. Yeah, <laughs> right. You, you went up to them and said, hey, how come you're carrying your gun and he's not? What the fuck? Yeah, mind your own fucking business, asshole, is what he heard back. Not, he's got felonies. <laughs> this is all an attempt by Justin to, for some reason to uh, talk shit about these people right. that he's he's making up a, a story about sure. uh, people in the South for some reason. I don't know why he's so taking it out of them, but whatever. Uh, the next thing he, he parks on is um, how he was grateful after seeing all the poor losers that were around him, according to him, in Cut 11. (laughs) So as I'm walking through, and I'm checking out these people selling half-drawn coloring books, and I'm having a moment. I'm having a moment where I'm feeling blessed. 
Here I am, a situation where I don't have a job anymore. The first time in my life, I'm not working. Zero money coming in. Oh, the stresses of it. But now I find myself walking through an outdoor swap meet in East Tennessee where this is the situation of these people's lives every single day. And you know what I saw? I saw a smile on their faces. They were happy. So these losers are happy at the swap meet. And he he should be happy because he's got it better than those losers. Guys, get it? Guys, I'm an unemployed loser, but I'm not as big a loser as these assholes. Thank goodness for that. I don't think that's the right message. He doesn't even have any idea of how, because he's being serious there. He's not trying to crack a joke there. He's actually trying to make a point that, hey, could be worse. Could be these pieces of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if they know what college is, but I went there for four years. So I'm kind of a big deal in these parts. All right. The next step, he's now going to get into the really crazy story. Uh, cut 12. He, uh, we, we pick it up with a little kid wants to buy a toy and a chick that he thinks maybe, maybe the kid's mom says, yes, you, you, you can have this toy. Okay. You can get that if you want it. He grabbed her leg and hugged it so tight. And he said, you're the best mom ever. And when he said that, I quickly realized that this woman may not be old enough to really be his mother. Maybe she's 18, maybe 19, uh, but she's not his mom. Well, or is she? So when he grabbed her leg and he hugged it like she was going to leave for a pack of cigarettes and some milk and never come back. The woman looked down at him, touched his head and said, I'm not your mom. (gasps) Huh? Huh? What a story. Holy shit. It's okay, so compelling. It's not done. It's not done. Good. It's not done. I this want is, more. I need is, more. I'm this crazy. Is, <laughs> this is all, all leading into his, for some reason, he's he, hillbillies. He hates hillbillies. This guy's a dipshit. Uh, yeah. Uh, cut number 13. It, I wrote down, he tends to overtell, over, uh, over-dramatize everything. And uh, this is the continuing uh, portion of the story. Cut 13. Now I'm intrigued. I'm in it. I'm not even pretending that I'm not paying attention or eavesdropping. I am all in. Even though I'm now about seven to 10 feet away, you might as well give me binoculars because I'm peeping Tom. I am all up in their business. That's not what a peeping Tom is. <laughs> okay. And uh, so hold finally, on a second. So he's very close by. He's right. listening in. So he needs binoculars. Uh yeah, he exactly. needs the newspaper with the eyes cut out. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's he talking about? He doesn't know. Finally, the end of his story <laughs> slash joke. <laughs> you might as well give me a pint glass and a door so I can hear what's going on. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, this is it. 14. Keeping Tom. I am all up in their business. I'm not your mom. And that's when the dad, who's like 40-something, said the unthinkable. Little boy goes, thank you. You're the best mom ever woman goes i'm not your mom then dad goes that's your sister that didn't happen (laughs) that did not happen bullshit yeah i'm calling bullshit on that one of course god damn to think that 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 was the payoff yes to that story so he wrote a little joke for himself and had to come with his whole elaborate story around it in order to get to that punchline wow that was hilarious (laughs) <laughs> pretty good stuff there <laughs> justin C- congrats on that okay let's talk about him cracking himself up so he's reading a review from mr admiral thumbskin and this is again just bad acting i'm not buying this for a second the only flaw in this new show is that he's being a lazy ass and does not give us daily episodes oh come on 
for that i give this podcast 4.9 stars keep up the great work that's really thumb that's that's really thummy that's really thummy admiral thunskin <laughs> he was right <laughs> that's really funny mr admiral thumbskin there we go i got it nailed it what an actor holy shit what what's going on here does he think that he's fooling us this guy can't get out of his own way whoa zany <laughs> i mentioned he's been drinking a lot this past week he's not normally drinking and so this is having uh, bad effects on his body as he says i don't trust the things that have happened inside my body in the last week Mm-mm, i don't there's no way the way i've been drinking has not affected my little baby makers I can't trust it. So I'm celibate. I locked it down, threw away the key. No one's getting in there. My crotch is like Alcatraz right now. Absolutely. I can't have a baby with this in my body. Could you imagine? Please don't have a baby, sir. Please don't. (sighs) Does anyone call their sperm baby makers? No. Okay, I didn't think so. I've never heard of that term before. No. So he's and, and he's acting like he's he's gonna have the baby is the way he's describing it. He thinks his sperm is so drunk it's gonna stumble upon an egg and then I don't know, hilarity ensues. I don't yeah, know. They're gonna go get drinks. But here we go. Another hilarious joke that he's got ready for us. Hold your sides, Eric. Get ready to laugh. Okay. I'm no longer putting out. No matter the temptation that Steph puts on me, I don't care what she wears. I don't care what she says. I'm not doing it. I can't do it. My privates are an Akon song. Two-step authentication wouldn't get you in here. I'm telling you. Two-step oh, authentication would not get you to his penis. He's telling you. <laughs> Does that, uh, is that true in physiology that if you're drunk, you make like retarded babies or something? Is that a, I don't think that's how it works, really. I think it's how most babies are made. So, no, I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Definitely not. Oh, shit. All right. <laughs> I'm Back sorry to you, I put buddy. you through this. Yeah. All right. Um, you know what? Thank you for saying that. Fuck <laughs> you. Everyone's always bitching at me for making them listen to shit podcast. Right. It's about time someone <laughs> apologize to me for once. Revenge. You know how sometimes, well, a lot of shows do this. I do this. Uh, uh, you know, where you play a news story from something going on, topical, and, you know, crack some jokes. Sure. He does that too. Okay. So he's done telling the stupid stories that are lies. And now he's going to play a topical story about some councilman in, uh, I think, New Hampshire. You may have seen it. He got pulled over, and he was there was a crack pipe in his hand, and he was passed out, and the cop pulled him over. Uh, Again, crack him. is putting everyone to sleep in this country. Yes, it's, exactly. It's really well, incredible. I, crack is up to some cheap crack. <laughs> in, in fact, in that story, that clip that we played earlier, it's from this, from okay. this clip. But, got it. Um, he starts playing a news account of this and listen to how far he gets into it. I think it was maybe three seconds okay. before he finds something hilarious to park on in my cut number 17. It's weird how a pair of sunglasses can say a lot about somebody, right? Right now, what is the very first thought that comes to mind when you think of somebody with white frame sunglasses? Go. <laughs> So the councilman had white frame sunglasses, and that's where he went with it. What was I supposed to think? I don't know. I don't know. I think. I guess. <laughs> Does he tell us what we're supposed to be thinking? I don't know. It's cracking um, Eric up. It was cracking him it. up, too. I'm laughing at how stupid it is. Go to cut 18. Try that one. Let's get into the story. But a city councilman caught asleep behind the wheel with a crack pipe in his hand. I didn't touch that. Yeah. That's the way he produced it. Hilarious. Okay, this one, uh, cut number 21, is this is the moment when I felt all four wheels fell off of this bit. Okay. 
The news anchor. Did you hear him? He's really giving it the extra juice. I don't know if he's using this for a demo to try to get to a bigger market, but he loves throwing shade at this guy. Listen to this again. A city councilman caught asleep behind the wheel with a crack pipe in his... <laughs> Maybe it's just the way that he says crack pipe. Maybe that's what made me laugh. Crack pipe. Your crack pipe mine. in his hand. <laughs> he had a crack pipe in his hand. And I have a drop for this. But of course... The drop's not working. That's so frustrating because the drop machine was working. It was perfect. I have so many great drops. I can't wait to bring drops back into the show. I have a drop that almost got me fired. I want to play it. Play. It won't play. Anyway, I can't wait to get that drop to play. <laughs> this isn't radio. Wow. No. He could, he could edit have that. edited all that shit out. What a fucking asshole. He thinks that's funny. And also, the drop that almost got me fired... A drop almost got you fired from radio. You might be exaggerating because here's him talking about a boss that he once had when he was working on the radio. Maybe you had the same boss, Eric. Maybe you can tell me if this is a true story or not. Side note, you know what's so funny is I once had a boss who wouldn't allow us to say poop or fart. And it's so weird that every single time I went to say poop, I almost said the P word. Or I almost called it something different. Or I almost didn't say the word at all. It's crazy. It's the same guy that wouldn't let us say the word pickles on the air either because pickles freaked him out. <laughs> it's a true story dead ass true story it feels so good to not have those ridiculously tight restrictions you can't say pickles you know how i know that's definitely a true story he kept telling me over and over again that it's a true story which yes. is what people say right when right. they're telling you a true story yeah you ever been told you couldn't say pickles on the radio before eric never Zane? this is uh it's the first i've heard of that one carl i think that might be uh <laughs> a lie i think he might be making that up no he said it was a true story you can't refute that i'm sorry you're right he did say it was a true story i missed that part <sighs> my bad no, so you were talking about how he has very bad reactions to clips. He just pauses immediately and just goes, whoa, that's hilarious, right? Here's right. his reaction to, he's watching this TikTok video featuring Miss Meat Lover. And he's got some analysis for us here. Oh, gosh. Okay. You guys got to stop sending me these TikToks. What the hell is happening? Good stuff. Ugh. You guys see this TikTok stuff? What the hell is happening with that, right? Boom! Right, Hot take! And then... So he's watching this TikTok video, and the uh, gag bit returns, guys. I know we okay. loved it the first time. It's even better the second time. Oh, my God. This is so good. Uh, bit all over the camera. Oh. Oh. Gosh. <laughs> That's going to make me gag again. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. <laughs> oh. Let's see if I can make it through this. So the person in the video was what? spitting a little bit, and he's going to yeah. puke. <laughs> it's going to make him vomit. I have a um, him and I have a mutual friend, and he uh, I, when I do I do a show uh, earlier in the week or during the week with audience members, and this mutual friend is in on it. And uh, I almost had him. I was trying to get him to have Justin join us on the show. I was going to oh, send okay. him the link. Like, well, you got to get him on. We have to talk about this. And he goes, no, no, he's afraid you're going to bash him. I go, well, of course I'm going to bash him. But, I mean, it's important for him to get out in front of this shit. Yeah. I mean, if the quick, the quicker he – I mean, I, that's what I did with you. Right. The, quicker he, the quicker he gets in line and takes the abuse, I'll be less likely to want to murder him for his bullshit. And I said – and he might even actually listen. Well, he probably won't. But I'm going to tell him to quit doing all the stupid shit. And be a normal human being because people don't talk like this. Yeah, what kind of pussy shit is that? I don't want to go on there. You guys might make fun of me. No. Yeah, and, you got to face and, it. And, and, Meanwhile, this guy was ready to get into a car that was about to be hijacked. 
and put dog shit on the handle. He's, he's fine with that. But Eric Zane might be a meanie. Right, yeah. right. He can't handle that. <laughs> Leave me and my then, dignity. <laughs> he told him, he said, by the way, Eric's going to roast your show and or, uh, roast your podcast. And he said to the guy, my podcast sucks. So he fucking knows it sucks. <laughs> well, then do better. Yeah, or, or don't what... do it. <laughs> I, I hate when people are just like, Actually, that was the first time that Chad Zumach was on my show. I'm like, all right, what do you, what do you want to plug? You want to plug your show? He's like, nah, my show sucks. I'm like, I remember that's, that. That's not the right way to go through life. That was actually that was actually the only endearing thing he did on that episode. <laughs> yeah. He goes, ah, oh, my show sucks. Yeah, he was drinking some truth serum that day. <laughs> also known as alcohol. Um, <laughs> you're right. He does a lot of uh, in this first episode. He kept talking about support the Patreon, support the Patreon. Um, and on uh, cut number one. I don't think he understands how Patreon works. Okay. I think he seems to think that when you're behind a paywall, you can uh, completely. Uh, which one's spoken? Libel or slander? Slander? Sla- yeah, sla- yeah, libel I, is written. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cut one. Okay. The Patreon is also where I'll get a lot more loose lipped about things. I'll probably share things that'll get me in trouble. And there's no reason, no sense to risk it all for free. Are you kidding me? I have a lot to say. I haven't said anything. And I'm going to pop off. But I'm going to have to put it behind a Patreon to protect myself and to be smart. <laughs> well, now, Eric, I will say, if no one signs up for this thing, which is very right. possible, then yes, he can say whatever the fuck he wants on there. And right. it will, it'll be fine. But Yeah, he can say pickles all day long. Right. I love this guy acts like he's edgy. Yeah. Oh, watch out, guys. Things are going to get real. No, they're not. Yeah. There's nothing real about this. Nothing off kind, limits. Kind of like if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound? If Justin speaks to no one on Patreon, did he actually even say it? Yeah. Does the MP3 file even exist? No one will ever know. Right. We don't know. We could point we to know. a screenshot of a .mp3 file. Doesn't mean it's actually there. Good point. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Someone tell John. <laughs> he, uh. He's, he continues on cut number 24 about the drop machine. He, during that episode, he kept uh, saying, oh, you got to support the Patreon so I can get a drop machine so I can play these great drops that almost got me fired. Whoa. So he does that again on cut 24. Now, if you're sitting in front of a computer, do you really need a drop machine? Maybe a, uh, whatever he's talking about is a better system, but you can always play drops. It's not. With a, all right. I know what he's referring to. He's he's referring to a piece of equipment called an instant replay. Okay. And it's a 30-year-old piece of equipment. It's antiquated. So I don't know why the fuck. I have one. It's like buried in my attic. Okay. It's it's compared to what we have now at our fingertips. It's completely useless. Yeah, that's what I mean. I listened to uh, Drew and Mike, and one time I was on their show, and I got to see behind the scenes of, like, Brandon hitting the drops. And he's literally just searching through the finder window. With some keywords and finding drops within a half a second and hitting them on the fly. It's so, having a computer is so much better than some box with buttons on it. Yeah, let's talk about it like a sampler. Right. And okay. It, it is 30 years old. What are they going to say? They're going to say, pass the pipe. <laughs> what they're going to say is Donald Trump's favorite phrase. Ah, the drop machine is broken. Damn it. Timing was perfect. <laughs> Support the Patreon. Let's get a new drop machine. <laughs> oh, boring. Boring. You are fake news. Stop it. What the, what the fuck is happening? I was able to find some uh, Donald Trump drops pretty quickly there. Oh, really? On your, on your drop machine? On your drop machine, yeah. Yeah, my drop course. machine's working. It's a dropper. <laughs> yeah, so that's good. Eric, I wanted to play a couple more clips for you. 
since we're talking about Trump, he does get political for a second here. Oh, kind of okay, like Pride good. Month, where a lot of corporations, if you go back 10 years ago and look up a corporation that is all about Pride Month today, look up 10 years ago and see if they were all about Pride Month. They're not. The reason why is because it's commercialized. They were able to make money. And that's kind of disgusting. And that's what's happening here. Boom, hot take. He's the first one to point this out. So wait a second. Corporations <laughs> don't actually care about the LGBTQ plus community? What? <laughs> what? What the fuck? Why am I buying Reeboks then? <laughs> All right. Let's get off the politics. That's enough of that. So he uh, he says this. I hate when people try to relate something, and it's something that no one can relate to. And they act like, you remember this, right? We've all been there. This is stupid. I mean, do you remember the first time your parents let you order off the adult menu as a kid? Hmm? Do you remember how exciting that was? It was so thrilling. What? I get a big boy meal, right? What are you talking about? <laughs> Does anyone remember the first time they ordered off of the big boy menu at a restaurant? I, I sure as shit I do thought not. I was a boring oh. person, but I don't remember that. <laughs> That's a really boring anecdote. And he just has the worst takes possible. Now, do you remember how quick that excitement went away? What was it? The second or third time you got to order off the real menu? It was now boring. You realized that everything uh, you were looking forward to doing sucks. <laughs> it's almost like looking forward to driving. Then you get 16. It's exciting. By 17, you're tired of it. What? Yeah, if you only go to one restaurant, maybe, <laughs> asshole. Yeah, forever chasing the dragon. <laughs> he goes, you know, driving's all fun and games when you're 16, but then by the time you're 17, yeah. what's the point? <laughs> I quit. What <laughs> the fuck is this guy talking about? Holy shit, Uh-oh. that's stupid. I don't know if you know this, Carl, but a God put Justin in this place to podcast. Oh, he uh, explains that in my cut 15. It's weird that he would say that his podcast sucks, but also God is the reason why he's podcasting. Mm-hmm. I feel like God put me in that situation to see those things that day to walk away with these life lessons. I feel richer. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. I don't mean rich like wealth because I'm not. I'm really not. I'm a month away from joining those people in East Tennessee song Garbage from the Ditch. I truly am. <laughs> Support the Patreon. <laughs> no one thinks yeah. you're rich. Right. Ooh. There's a one person who's like, oh, he's flaunting his wealth again. He continued to take runs at these people. Yeah, uh, I see that. He, I, don't, I don't know. It seems like I, the half the fucking show was beating up at people that he says are poor who wear guns, and that didn't even happen. Yeah, that's he, the part I like, meant to be disrespectful. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> is, is this where Dr. Steve is from, East Tennessee? I think so, yeah. 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 He's not a redneck that I know of. He's pretty well educated. A couple bucks too. Yeah, he's doing all right. It's a fine place to live, but there are, I mean, like anywhere you've got shitty parts to it. I mean, I don't know what the fuck this guy's talking about. Uh, My final clip where his final run at these people is uh, clip 16. How seeing these losers, as he puts it, motivated him. Kind of what I learned from that experience, but I was so excited and so motivated to get back to Chicago and get back to work on the No Police podcast. Opening up your messages and your emails and seeing your comments just touched me so much and it really motivated me to get back at this. I need you guys so much. I learned some very valuable lessons about myself, about the world, about life, and I'm just so thankful to be here. I miss laughing with y'all. So let's get into the show. Dude, get out of the fucking house more often. A road trip to Tennessee <laughs> taught you everything you need to know about life. Saw, saw the world. I saw I saw that this world has losers in it. So that <laughs> meant that I wanted to get out and not be a loser like those pieces of shit. You know, I once drove all the way to Canada, which is a little <laughs> over an hour and a half from my house. And 
animated potatoes as far as the eye could see. I'm like, whoa, what is this magical land known as Canada? It really opened my eyes. That's an inside joke in case he's listening back to this. I wonder what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm glad I didn't courtesy laugh because that would have been stupid. That would have been been like, ha ha, yeah, right. Potatoes. I was calling Cardiff Canadian. (laughs) All right. He does get edgy from time to time, as we know. And quite honestly, it's a little selfish of the stepdad for even doing that. I'm kidding. (laughs) I couldn't go in on that. (laughs) He almost went too far there and he stopped himself. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He almost went too far. Thank goodness. Holy shit. All right. Anything else you want to play from the, this show, Eric? Uh, let me see. I'll make sure I got all the boxes checked. 23, another knee slapper about the crack smoker. I, I might have played this. Nope, we did not. Okay, good. I should add that he is smoking crack safely. He is wearing a seatbelt. Click it or ticket. You're a councilman in Cranston smoking crack. What do you think the constituents would say? You mean, what are they going to say? They're going to say, pass the pipe. <laughs> yeah, all the constituents are... They want to smoke crack, guys. Get it? Pretty good. Ah. Pretty good joke. <laughs> Super, this guy did a podcast when uh, Mayor Ford up in Toronto was oh, busted. Yeah. He would have had some good jokes for that. Jesus Christ. It's unfortunate. I've exhausted. All right. <laughs> in that case, my- it's time to move on to our Cringe of the Week. Cringe of the Week. This one comes in from Matthew Montgomery. Now, this is a podcast we've talked about before called unsolicited fatties talk back and i don't know if this is cringe although i do find this fascinating because there's a moment of self-awareness here that i think is very important on these podcasts where fat people talk about how great it is to be fat all the time like straight up we're not crazy if i come if i come to you because i have a concern about my body and the way that i feel like if i come to you because i know something is wrong you should trust me as an authority on my own body straight up and your job is to do the best to help me figure out what's going on with my body by taking me as the authority obviously i know that all of us here are like severely mentally ill (laughs) but like (laughs) i (laughs) yes correct jesus christ that guy sounded like trey parker voicing rob reiner on that episode you're right oh out of breath Yeah, I was going to ask, you guys have probably already said this, but how is it that we can actually hear fat? <laughs> yes. Well, you know, it's very <laughs> similar to, like, sometimes you can tell the race of a person just by their voice. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing with fatness. Yeah, I feel well, it's oily like having actually, listened to it. Yeah, it's greasy. It's like, it's like their throat is a big, giant pussy lip, and it just you can hear it going. <laughs> <laughs> there might be a Baconator in there. That might be what you're hearing. Yes. God damn it. <laughs> There's I one just, in the chamber. <laughs> I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little turned on by that guy's throat. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds nice and moist, which is great. <laughs> I want to fuck that guy's throat. <laughs> All right, guys. Awkward. Uh, exciting announcement to make. I actually was talking about this on my recent appearance on the Drew and Mike show. We're launching a new show under the Who Are These Umbrella? And we've already done a pilot episode on our Patreon it's called Who Are These Broadcasters? Christian Blatt, the host of Who Are These Broadcasters, joining us. What's up, Christian? Hey, guys. Great to be here. Uh, and uh, Eric, I uh, I love the choice of a show that you brought the uh, No Please because it was clearly motivated by personal dislike, maybe even <laughs> hatred for the guy. It's uh, why Carl, uh, when Blind Mike plays uh, clips of Dat Fan, 
it's better than anything else he does because he hates the guy so much. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it can get Maybe. too personal, but in this case, I think it worked. But the, yeah. the thing is, though, I didn't, I didn't, I've never met this guy. I just don't like him because of how stupid he sounds. <laughs> yeah. And I was thinking about like how much more interesting I am than him because I do remember the day I was so excited when my dad finally let me order off the big boy menu at the mm-hmm. Bunny Ranch. And I was like, oh, I really remember that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What'd you get? <laughs> uh, backdoor stuff. Let's oh, just leave it at that. I thought you were going to yeah. get the Squirt 69 that we heard so much uh, about. <laughs> no, no, no. Slappy no, I'm, face I'm, fuck. I'm, slappy. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, this I'm is a very popular up. one. The sloppy face looks very popular <laughs> on this uh, menu. And, and I know, I know, we have our big announcement to move on to. But while you guys were talking, I looked up the Apple Podcast page for uh, No Please, and uh, he actually is missing an episode number three. He's got all the other ones, and for the most part, his podcast is about thirty minutes. Yeah. But then the most recent episode that he did. It's called Cover Up Tattoos for Survivors. So he does an interview with uh, someone who covers up tattoos for sex trafficking survivors, which sounds like comedy to me. That episode is two hours and 27 minutes. I so, saw that. Uh, I didn't yeah. want to go oh. anywhere near that one. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I wouldn't want to play it. But I was just like, okay, I guess he at least understands the the idea of how to do a podcast. No, he does not. No, nope. he does not. <laughs> no idea whatsoever. <laughs> All right. Christian Blatt's on fire today. Watch That's out right. for this shot guy. Out of a cannon, Robin. Robin, That's I'm right. shot out of a cannon today. And the reason why he is is because this is a very exciting announcement. So Christian and I did Who Are These Broadcasters? This is going to be happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern. And I'm excited to say Eric Zane has joined the team. We have broadcasters doing Who Are These Broadcasters? Because, listen, I don't have any credibility here. I can't go out here and, and goof on <laughs> broadcasters when I'm just a dumb podcaster in my basement. But... Both Eric Zane and Christian Blatt are actually broadcasters. And uh, Eric's also a PA announcer. So these guys have some say in this. And I'm happy to report we have a new theme song for uh, Who Are These Broadcasters? Very Not too God. much, is it? <laughs> no, I liked it's all not, of it except for the part that sounded like surf music. It just sounded like surf music to me. <laughs> yeah. Rock lobster. Uh it's amazing. I love that. What, uh, whatever you do, I love. That's fun. We're gonna be we're gonna be it'll be happening. We're gonna be having fun. We're gonna start with a hype train and we'll do the hype train for about 40 minutes at the start of the show. I'm very excited. All right, so what we're gonna do is a little uh sneak peek preview of who are these broadcasters because Mike Kelta has been on the news. This week, and we've gotten a lot of people's uh, takes on it. We thought maybe we'd weigh in on this one and also see what other people are saying about this incident. If you're not familiar, Mike Kelta, there is a connection to WATP. He's the morning guy in Tampa. He's the reason that Kevin Brennan pretends to hate Shuley. Because when Shuley was on his show promoting the stand-up gig that he was doing with the Z-Man down there, Kelta gave out Kevin's phone number multiple times, and Shuley didn't stop him. 
So apparently that was up to Shuli as the guest to stop the host of his show from giving out Kevin's number, something that Kevin did to Mike Kelton, which is why he did it back to Kevin. And so now Kevin pretends that's why he's mad at Shuli. So there's the connection right there. But Mike Kelton might be uh, in some hot water right now. Is that the right term? I think so. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know how much this has uh, percolated and if there's going to be anything uh, legal uh, going on here. I don't know. What have you heard? Well, we're going to get some uh, some people's opinions. But what do you got there, Christian? Well, yeah, I think that uh, the one thing that we know in the last day or so was something that was speculated on. The woman in the video is Bubba the Love Sponge's girlfriend. So now we have to sort of get into the the yes. high school you know fight aspect of this. A lot of people know Bubba. I know Bubba because he used to be on Howard Stern's channel. I may have never heard of him, if not for that. But uh, he also used to do mornings in Tampa, I believe, on the same station. These guys don't like each other. I think they used to work together. I think uh, when when Kelter was still cowhead, he worked on Bubba's show. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so uh, that is who this woman is. And so, you know, it is context of knowing who she is. It doesn't really take away from the video, though. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, this is a setup. It's like, yeah, but you should always be ready to be set up and know that there's always every mic's a hot mic. Every phone's a, a portable movie studio. So you really should think about what you're doing when you're in public is is my my personal takeaway here. All right. So Kelta is sitting, I believe, is in a, a bar restaurant, like a meet and greet. It's actually a it's a it's a gun store. A gun store. So okay. they're doing a radio event at a gun store. Yes. Okay. So it's a it's a meet and greet. Uh, it's a remote, I believe they call that in radio. And so people are coming up and talking to Mike Kelta. And as you mentioned, a lot of people didn't know this. I heard Alex Stein say this too because he's friends with Bubba, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, I know her." So yes, this is Bubba's girlfriend coming up. And there's I don't know if it's a hidden camera, but there is a very still camera. Filming all of this, and I don't think Mike Kelton knows that. Correct. Okay, you guys agree with me. I on think that. he would have behaved a little differently had he okay. known the camera was right there where so, where it is. For our visual audience, you can see it's fairly close to him, actually. Yes. So let's watch. Hi. This. Hi. How pathetic is your life that you're here fighting this fight? How Honestly, how pathetic? You My life is not pathetic. Look, turn around, look at these people. Turn around, turn your camera around. These people. So he rips the uh, her phone out of her hand right there. Here to film the crowd. I don't give a shit you don't have permission to film So she's trying to get her phone back. She's reaching for it. He's holding it away from her like an older brother would do to a younger brother. Right. Back away from me. 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 Okay, so now she's reaching for her phone past the security guy or whatever this guy is. And she gets shoved by Kelta. She doesn't go down to her credit, but that face he's making, he looks pissed. <laughs> he well, looks like he's very upset with her. Boy, can I can I jump in here? Yes, please. We got we have a lot of assholes here. First of all, anybody associated <laughs> with Bubba is a big piece of shit. Everybody knows that. Okay. Now this was just a random chick. Then I would have more sympathy. Yes. Okay. Uh, so Bubba set Kalta up with the hidden camera, put the bitch out there to get into his face. Yep. Intending this to happen. This is just this is this is what they're trying to do. Well, but I don't know if that's true. But yes, he definitely wanted something to happen. The way Kalta reacted by grabbing her phone because he wants to delete these videos or whatever she has on there and not giving it back to her. Uh, this right. is, this was a bad move on Kelta's part, in my opinion. Yes, true, true. But she did touch him first. 
Did okay, she, you know how he pushes her? Well, yeah, she leaned in to oh, try to get her to phone. Gr- to she's, gra- try to grab her phone. She's, right. She's physically in, uh, engaging him. Now, believe me, I don't want to make uh, 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 excuses for any of these fucking idiots. Right. Um, but I don't think anything is going to come of this because of the nature of how greasy everybody involved in. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, and for the audio audience, let's point out, there is a security guard. Uh, the way it's framed, there, he's actually standing between the two of them. Uh, so he could have made it so that no one ever touched anybody, but, uh, you know, so yeah, there's three assholes, uh, on screen here. I think, you know, nobody's behaving well in this situation. Uh, it goes on a little bit more though. Yeah. So, so he pushes her to get the fuck off me. You see word. And now you can see him going through her phone as she's yeah. being escorted out. He's going through and he's either looking for news to text himself or he's deleting videos. She sounded like Soft Weekly as a Muppet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and and to the to the argument that uh, this is playing out the way that Bubba wanted it to, Bubba did announce on Twitter, I think yesterday, that uh, she was supposed to meet with somebody, you know, a representative to figure out any you know legal proceedings. She was told not to. So now he's like, don't worry, on Monday I've got the other 10 minutes of the video. So he's definitely looking to drag this into a second week. Uh, you can think what you want about Bubba, but uh, he does know how to get people to uh, listen to the radio with yeah. uh, bits like Shock the Puss and uh, so yep. many others. But uh, No, that, this is big you know, news. Out. Everyone's yeah. talking about this, so they definitely – I don't know if it worked exactly the way they wanted it to, but it's definitely worked out because it's making yeah. big news. Everyone's talking about Bubba and Kelton now. And so – Christian, you were checking out the bonfire and their take on this. Yeah, so um, there's a there's a, a short video clip to play first, um, and I, I have to thank uh, Miguel, not Sam, aka Jim and Sam Dank memes on Instagram. Miguel's a great guy, and uh, he posted this. I was not aware of this exchange from uh, Kumia's show, uh, and Erock stands up for Calta in this video. Okay, and it's only about a minute, so I know I know Anthony's network's behind a paywall, but I feel sharing a minute of it. It's all, all it would make me want to do is subscribe. Uh, but uh, let's just say that Erock might not be speaking for everyone there at Compound. Okay, uh, so I'm not- and I love Erock, huge fan of Erock. Me too. I just think that uh, this is a fantastic clip, well, and we had to share it. What you're about to hear is uh, a little bit of Anthony Erock's take, and then Garrett. And Garrett's been on yes. the show, e has been on the show, Anthony's been on the show, all friends of the show. And uh, so this is just an audio clip from uh, from this. It's tech- These are technical broadcast terms. Holy shit. She's screaming, all right, this is battery. He committed battery on me. Like, those are legal yeah, yeah. terms that she was ready to start spouting, baiting for this. Dude, that is... Baiting? Uh... He stole her phone and then pushed her away when she tried to get it back. Right, but she <laughs> got right How in his face. How this guy? <laughs> He literally ripped it out of her hand, stopped her recording, and then pushed her away when she tried to get back. We also don't know how long she was doing this. He took her phone. Oh, you're one of them now, too. <laughs> one of them? If someone, if I took your phone and didn't give it back to you, you'd get pissed in two minutes. Is she supposed to just turn around and walk, walk away? away? Well, I guess I could buy another phone. I... Iraq is like the defense attorney, and the prosecutor just stood up and objected. Lionel will be here in a minute. Oh, we can bring well, him we'll in on this. To. We can have him judge it. We'll have- 
All right, so people have their hot takes on this one, as you can yeah, see. Yeah, and, like, and you can you can hear Anthony doesn't even care what his personal opinion is. He's like, oh, I love that these guys are fighting. It feels yep, like the yep, old days. Yep, Nothing you know? better. I like how Garrett's so <laughs> exasperated, but he, he settles on, you'd get mad in two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so... Uh, so this uh, came up on the bonfire on Sirius XM and uh, oh, Bobby man. Kelly is uh, one of the co-hosts of that show now. And that's uh, that's relevant because he's not only good friends with Calta, he has a show that they do together, Calta and Kelly. And I'm I think it's a little bit of, a, of an unenviable task for Bobby Kelly, because I would never want to have to defend any of the three of you while sitting in a studio with Big J Okerson and Ralph Sutton of Gas Digital. Ralph was the guest on this episode. Okay. And it's a little confusing because they actually sound really similar. It wasn't until I was pulling these clips. I'm like, I don't know if that's Ralph. I don't know if that's Big J. Kind of doesn't matter. But they don't make it easy for Bobby to uh, try and stand up for his friend. Bobby tries to give some good information. Uh, clip one, he tries to explain that there are two sides, but uh, might not be successful in that endeavor. If you watch the video, it's totally made to look, make him look like just a violent, crazy radio guy. If you look at the video, it looks like he just decks a chick <laughs> yeah, for, well, owning, you a, have for the video? owning a phone. Show the video. I'll show, let me give you a little context right now. No so way. The, the video I've spread the word as much as possible <laughs> that if you have a phone and you're a woman and you're Mike Calta, Stay watch your ass. Jay, 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 Jay. I hope you're hungry, bitch, because you're about to get two knuckle sandwiches. No, that's not, that's, from the video, you might take that, but that's not what happened. I'm only familiar with the video. You're <laughs> Look, if you only go by what you see, it appears that he hits a woman. Jay, that is only oh, no. by what you see here. There's always two sides to the story. Okay. Jay? <laughs> Jay? You, you, you will hear him continue to do that in subsequent clips. And, uh, you know, Bobby's able to have a little bit of fun, but this is still early in it. But the, in the second clip, Bobby tries to explain one of the other guys, uh, uh, you know, I think it's a producer, asks why Calta wasn't on the air that day. It's like, well, if you have such a great point, why is Calta off the air? I don't know if he's been off all week. I wasn't able to find that out, but I'm, I'm assuming he was. He was definitely off on Tuesday, which is the day that they recorded this. And that's my clip, too. So he lost the radio show, so he, he wasn't... No, what the fuck? He's fired for hitting women. You heard it here first, everybody, breaking news. No, he's not fired. No, not at all. It's just... Uh... They asked him to come in until they could talk to all the women. <laughs> Why well, wasn't he on the radio show today? Yeah. Um, well, because when something... In the climate we're in now, when something like this goes down... They fire you? No, they have to uh, make sure... They have to go and... Uh, he broke check. his hand on that chick's face? <laughs> he could not break the board. <laughs> his hand's broken? Yeah, he can't hold his mic. <laughs> He's very quick. Uh, they have to. They have to cross the uh, cross the T's. Is today and the, the first I's. day he hasn't been on the show. Today is yes. Uh, Big J is great. Yeah. <laughs> He's just jabbing, yeah. just one and, after the and, other. And Ralph's just piling on yeah, everything, and it's just like you know, it's. I Bobby knows it's funny, but he's also like, could you just let me talk about this? So my third clip, Bobby tries to explain that they were actually already kicking her out. Uh, I didn't clip this part of the explanation, but uh, they were going to just have her leave. And then Calta, I guess, not knowing who she was, was like, no, no, it's fine. You can come over. Don't worry. Nobody's going to kick you out. And, uh, I, you know, oh, can I ask you some questions? And he was like cool about it up front. And then uh, I think Bobby tries to explain that a little bit in clip three. 
They were kicking her out. And she pulled out a gun. No, Jay. Nobody because pulled out a gun. Because he had sex with her do- underage daughter? No, nobody it? had sex. It had no. nothing to do with sex. You know, guys. She was going to shoot him for having sex with her underage daughter. No, there was no wow. guns. There was <laughs> no crazy. sex. No one she got mad. Step in. No one's got a daughter. Just trying to put together a timeline what happened before he got violent. But, dude, Jacob, he didn't get violent. She, oh, okay. I mean, not, I mean, you put something in slow motion, it looks violent. <laughs> yeah, fucking bitch, cunt. Before he blew his stack and crossed the line. <laughs> I want to know why. Uh, I'm kidding, by the way. I want to know why she's. Uh, <laughs> let's make that clear. Poor Bobby. It is really tough to defend Kelta on this one when you see how angry he looks and he's shoving her. Yeah. Yeah. If, if he had if he had gone on Jim and Sam that morning, they probably would have let him exp- explain it and then move on to something else. But uh, these guys are like, no, let's let's just twist it in. Right. Uh, there's other stuff they did that I don't think work as well because the show's only audio. But they they did one where they added gunshots during the video at key moments. Oh, they did mower down. Yeah. Oh God! Oh, and Kelta's just texting himself for news. The whole thing, dude. This guy's terrible. This guy's number one best friend. This guy is nefarious. Why does he do so much stuff in slow motion? Dude, I don't care if that's Bubba's girlfriend. You can't shoot at someone. I know it's a gun yeah, store. It's just rude. She shot her legs. <laughs> Uh, very good stuff oh my god jesus yeah. god that's yeah funny. they they also did one with the with wrestling sound effects i think the gun one is is the better yeah. one and i don't know how long you want to spend on this segment i do have like a three minute super cut which is a lot more of these times where bobby tries to say something and then it's like well then she pulled out a gun oh there was kitty porn things like that uh, that's that's up to you, Carl. If you want to spend three minutes on this, uh, we could let it play through. Well, let me let me play a little bit here, and we'll, we'll gauge yeah. it. I, I haven't listened to this yet. Yeah, I understand. It's he like, feels he has the right to control a woman in her phone. Nope, like, that's not. I mean, screen time. I mean, no. So what happened? So she was no. filming him because she just caught him with that phone. Underage sex. No, that, Jay, absolutely not. If he uh, hit her a little harder, she probably would have forgotten the whole thing. Jay, he didn't hit her. He pushed her off of him. Right, that's what I'm saying. That's close-fisted push. He had every right to hit that woman. He and I'll go on record he, saying he, that. Jay, don't say that. What? He didn't hit anybody. I didn't I say he hit her. I, I said he had every right to hit her. Yes, he did. And he called her a cunt, and she mm. had that coming. Mike Calton, everybody's kind of talking. Woman beating Mike Calton. He's not, you fucking piece no, of he shit. he just shoves him, dude. That's cool. So but, Mike took disarmed. He took the gun away from the security guard and he pistol whipped her. No, he had nobody had a gun, Jay. Nobody said gun. I meant disarmed. It's a gun shot. Emotionally disarmed. Were you just people shoot her after this? No, nobody got shot, Jacob. How nobody many people got were involved in the shooting? Is what I don't understand. No shooting, Ralph. There was nothing. Nobody got shot. There was no shooting. Mike didn't hit anybody. He pushed her off him. Yeah. He was. He hits his own. It's woman. a deep. No, he doesn't hit his wife. Oh. He doesn't hit any women. No, but it'll give him a good shove once well, in a while. Okay, in slow motion, I could see for sure he karate chops her throat. No, he does not. He doesn't know karate. I think he molests her tits a little bit, no, too. He doesn't. Jesus, Ralph takes it too far. I think once you saw the video, you turned around, and you were like, wow, Mike Calta really just fucking, he'll hit whatever it is. You put it in front of him, he's decking it. That's he knows that Calta only uh, hits chicks. So just like, Jay, if I go, it's Jay, not going to get him stoked up. Calta That's how he gets nobody. an erection the whole time. Is huh? it? Allegedly. 
allegedly <laughs> yeah, punches women in the mouth. Dude, used to uh, hang out with him years ago when yeah. I would go to Tampa a lot. Yeah, he's a good guy, he used man. to beat women together. No, but, no, but that was the 80s. You were able to hit chicks. <laughs> yeah, it was allowed. So I was like, what the fuck's going on, dude? I remember he called me about it after he started tumbling. We said we tumbling. would beat women together. What's it's going on? <laughs> Once you prove that he did not uh, assault this woman, yeah. then he can nonstop assault women. You can do it right after that. Ralph and Jay. Then he can resume business as usual. No reason. Is you. Now so, it's yeah, funny again. Her, obviously. No, of course he pushed put, her and bit her. She went. Hey, no, Jay, <laughs> there was no biting. There's no biting. I could have sworn he bit her shoulder. No, Jay, Am I crazy? You saw the video. Christine? Did I want to see that? You think? No, Christine, play the video again. There was no Christine, biting. Play it again and show me. Let me see. I think there's a bite in there. There's somewhere. no fucking yeah. bites. It's like right. It's like right after the Superman punch and before he calls her a cunt and goes through her phone. He also said some. <laughs> didn't he also say some racial slurs? To no, the he did not. That was her. Yeah, he's like, take this woman away. You black son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Let me see if he bit her. He didn't bite her, Jay. You're probably right. Oh, right there, look, he's, he's moistening his lips, getting yeah, ready for hang it. On. I think he bit her. I think he did bite her right, right there. I gotta delete his number out of my phone. <laughs> Mr. Mike Calta, we love you, buddy. Hang in there. Keep training. I mean, don't train. It's <laughs> fucking Jay. If you're going to shut her down, close the shop down for good, you know what I mean? Uh, you just put a detour on her day. Get that DNA out of your teeth. Okay, that was worth it. That was <laughs> yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. Thank I, you. I, I felt like it was worth it, as long as it was. I, I did yeah. what I could, yeah. Very it's good. A, yeah. It's like a more modern and hilarious version of Avid and Costello <laughs> with fucking who's on first. <laughs> Jesus. God, that was yeah. great. But but he, he did insert three digits into her, right? No. There were no digits being <laughs> no. inserted. Jay. Jay. Yeah. <laughs> and then even like the, the producer, whoever Jacob is, gets in and is like, all right, but then they shot her, right? And he's like, no, Jacob, they didn't shoot anybody. So wait, who got the third base? No, no, no. No, no one got the third base. Well, who's on second? Oh, that's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, and uh, I feel like uh, we have a much better understanding of what happened that day now. Uh, and um, the clip seven isn't so much about that. I feel like Bobby's talking directly to you, Carl, with oh. his criticism of podcast uh, studio decor. Clip I'm, seven. Lis- I'm listening, Bobby. Uh, people have uh, criticized my, my studio from time to time. I'm really sick of these people putting uh, seat, uh, floors on the wall. Yeah. You know? oh, I hate that look. Just got oh, their back wall panel? Yeah, let's put the floor on the wall. Yeah. Fuck off, podcast assholes. I was going to say, that's podcast background. Yeah. When you get your new studio, you always got to get a little slat wall. I think he's talking to Eric Zayt, actually. Yeah, he's talking I'm to saying. me. Yeah. I think I'll he's talking beat, to both of you. Yeah. I'll beat your fat fucking ass. That's right. <laughs> Eric Zayt doesn't take any shit from people. I don't know. Bobby's a lot skinnier than he used to be, so you might not be ah, able whatever. to take him. <laughs> now, Christian, you sent over a second. Cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. And apparently this one went down this morning. This because this morning. Yeah. I popped in for a little bit. I was checking this out. I did get an invite. I just want to point out. I'm a pretty big deal around here. Tukey uh, had Wendy the slow adult on his show today, a.k.a. Sure Wendy the retard from the Howard Stern Whack Pack. Longtime Whack Packer on the Howard Stern show. And I haven't seen this yet, but uh, I trust Christian when he sends me links. So uh, let's see what happens here. Yeah. There, there may have been some tech problems early. Tukey brings on one of his best friends, Wendy, the artist formerly known as Wendy the Retard. Yay! Wendy, are you there? <laughs> That's your cue. You got it on yay. Oh. You got to say hello, Wendy. Tukey tells everyone that. <laughs> She disappeared. She did disappear. I definitely, we saw her backstage, her face. She was there. I hope so, I didn't offend her. I don't think so. 
Right? Calling her the artist formerly known as Wendy the Retard, that wouldn't, like, offend her, right? She wrote a song for Tukey, and she used that word. Right. I think she might yeah, have she internet comes, problems. She comes back I a little know. later, but uh, that, he does go to the place that I would have. Look, any of us who've used StreamYard, when you go to a guest and it's got that little spinning dial and they're not, they're actually not there, it's like, oh, boy, this isn't going to go the way I planned. So I, I actually texted El Harible afterwards. I'm like, oh, I could, I've definitely felt that, but I had to admit it was pretty funny to watch where it's like, Wendy, and she's yeah. not there. But also, Tukey <laughs> might be overthinking it. Did I offend her? Yeah. No, you didn't yeah. offend her. She's retarded. No. It's fine. Yeah. She just doesn't know how to work her shit. God damn it. <laughs> All right. So apparently, and I haven't seen this yet either, but Christian sent me this link. He says that Tukey now does an impression of me. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. He references that, I guess, El Horrible used to do an impression of you, but Tukey, I think, has really kind of gotten it down. I think he's nailed his Carl impression okay. as, as of this morning. All right. So we've seen John's impression of me where I go, John, we're not pales. We've seen the Z-Man's impression <laughs> of, of me. Of course. Let's see yep. what Tukey's take is. No, we'll not. No one cares about Italian slurs. Carl said it best. He said it on one of his shows. He's like, I don't, I don't understand why John's so worried about Italian slurs. No one's going to kick you off for Italian slurs. <laughs> John's a fucking idiot. That's tremendous, Tukey. Uh, yeah. Tukey takes the prize. Uh, I like it. I like it. I didn't think I was on the show this morning. Yeah. I must have forgotten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I saw you there. Yeah. <laughs> Very good stuff. Yeah. Well, well I didn't get it. an invite to that show, but I was on subreddit surfing this morning at 530 Pacific time. So, Jesus. Uh, you know, you are committed. We're all on different levels, aren't we, Carl? <laughs> you are committed, my friend. Congratulations. So yeah. tune in Tuesday, three o'clock. It's going to be the three of us doing who are these broadcasters and looking forward to uh, to that program. A lot of different types of segments and things that we'll be doing. It won't just be uh, us listening to the bonfire talking about Mike Kelta. It'll be other things as well. (laughs) So that should be a lot of fun. Uh, Christian, if you want to hang out, I'm going to uh, talk about the winner of the Petty Pukewater Song Parody Contest. Yeah, I I hope it's Mr. Magenta because I know people hate him now. So that's who I'm hoping wins. But uh, yeah, I'm on the edge of my seat with everybody else. All right, let's do it. Don't tell me you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me if you don't like my show. Don't tell me. Because that's absurd. As you know, recently we asked the listeners to go ahead and submit their song parodies for our buddy Patty Seacoss, Patty Pukewater, Patrick Michael. Seamus McKillian, Animal Crosley, the list goes on. Patty Broken Skull. And so I put out a poll. We, we narrowed it down to the top four. I put out a poll both on Twitter and on our subreddit. And I tallied up all of the responses. And I have to say it was very, very close. Second place was only second place by a little bit. And so I just want to give an honorable mention to Carl's Club Foot coming in with How Bizarre. Uh, Carl's fan base mentally. Make fun of people online while your girlfriend is rotting in the basement. Yeah. How bizarre. How bizarre. Trey Peacock's not around. Sweet Carly ran away. 
alone in the closet, recording all day. Ask, do you party with no electricity? Like a fish to water, I do it for free. Quit my fast food job, but I never drop the fries. Invite me on your podcast. I won't agree. How bizarre. So very well done with the uh, AI voice of Patty Seacops. Fantastic entry. Just missed because the winner of this parody contest goes to Dave from Canada, who I believe has won a parody contest before. He's at least been uh, a winner. Top three for sure. Did you just dox Cardiff? I did not. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a different day from Di- Canada. Different okay. day from Canada. Sorry, this is, my apologies. Um, this is, my name is, and I have to say, lyrically, this definitely deserved the win. Fantastic job. My name is Seamus. My name is Patrick. My name Chicka is Patty Seacups. My name is Todd. Hi, kids. Do you like to party? Yeah. Record podcasts all day? Quit your job at Arby's? Uh Copy me and do an accent that's hackney? Delete all your shows and disappear like you're Carly? I couldn't find success if I found it in a briefcase. At least I got two lips, unlike Chad Zumok's face. And Trey Peacock says, Patrick, please get a job. You make less money than a penis on Peapod. Well, I thought you should know my rap's got the flow, like I record my music with shit I bought from Five Five Below. Below. Well-produced podcast? Nah, I can't relate. I slap Carl so hard that its teeth are now straight. I'm not about to write shit down. I only riff. Only way to make you laugh is to push me off a Tony Hingecliff. Fuck me or fight me. Don't compare me to Mud Shark. At least I own the claws that I hide in at the trailer park. Very well done, Dave from Canada. Congratulations. I think the last time I tried to send a merch for winning a contest, it got sent back. Ooh. He lives in some weird area of Canada that uh, I mean, maybe it's a no-go zone. I don't know. <laughs> no merch zone. <laughs> no merch zone. <laughs> so I'll do everything I can to uh, to take care of him for that because that was that was awesome. I want to revisit a show we haven't talked about in a little bit because I I, I was checking it out the other day and they had a great topic. So I want to play for you. You're going to hear at the beginning of this clip, the topic they're discussing, and then we get right into the theme song. Prepare yourself for Battlestar Galactica. Three amigos are here. We, I'm your host Sully, back with Tom and JJ. The three amigos are here, Sully, <laughs> our host Cameron Sully Sullivan, along with Tom and JJ, and they are going to talk about Battlestar Galactica, the original 1978 Battlestar Galactica. And lest you think these guys don't have the nerd credentials to pull this off, they start off by doing the opening narration of the TV show. They know it by heart. Not Abrams. There are those who believe that life out here began out there. 
the okay. tribes of humans that some say are the forefathers of the Egyptians or the Toltecs or the Mayans. Mayans. There are some who still believe that there are tribes of man out there looking for home. <laughs> Cue the music. Eric Day looks so confused right now. God damn it. Well, I remember the show, and I'm like, who? How, how are you remembering the show? God damn. Well, it's because they are so jacked up about it. Now, they just said cue the music, Eric. And you, you're probably thinking that I went, oh, okay, right. Nope. Cue the music. <laughs> Not John Williams plays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and we do take requests. <laughs> wow, that was hilarious. This is really bad. Yes, I know, Eric. Don't kill yourself. This is going to be a short segment. I promise you that. I couldn't get through too much of this one. Wow. Come back to us, man. Yeah, thank you for not killing yourself. I appreciate oh, it. Fuck me. All right, so now, unprovoked, this guy's going to give his assessment of Battlestar Galactica. No one asked him, but he's just going to come right out with it. I remember Battlestar Galactica. To me, Battlestar Galactica was an hour version of Star Wars, but it wasn't Star Wars. It seems to me like you're the expert, Mark. <laughs> it sounded like That's it. he was unprepared for a book report. This is yeah. what oh. I think about Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica was a TV show in space that lasted an hour, kind of like Star Wars, except for different. Yeah, this no, is no, he's standing up at the front of the, the class and the DVD box set is on the desk in front of him. So he's looking down. It was created by Glenn A. Larson. Actors included Lauren Green and Dirk Benedict. He went on to be on the A-team. All right, I'm done. Holy uh, shit. I, I can't believe you, you have not listened to this episode, right, Christian? I haven't. I, you know what? I've fallen behind. I've, I've fallen way behind on Jacked Up Reviews. So. Okay, yes. They get into the cast quite a bit oh. on this one and i always love these shows because a lot of times these types of shows these nerds have knowledge for days and they go deep not these retards they barely know anything about this show um Raymond land as yuri the the greedy guy um oh yeah uh, that dude yeah. Then you, it, uh you had what's her face playing uh Rick Springfield was in it. <laughs> you had what's her face playing now? Um, what's her face? Uh, Rick Springfield was in it. Uh, the list goes on. <laughs> I always love these shows where they don't do any research at all, and they yeah. just hope that they know what what they're talking about. I, I don't know. Very, you know, I do talk about a lot of uh, movies and shows uh, on my own podcast, the Blackcast, if people want to find it. But uh, you know what? I, it's the first thing I always do. I always open up the IMDb page while I'm talking yeah. about it. Because I don't remember the names of characters and actors and stuff like that. But it wouldn't uh, hurt to do that. Know. See, yeah. Christian, the reason why you have that plan in place is because you're not a slow adult. I can't say the same <laughs> for this true. gentleman. Listen to the cadence of this sentence. Because what I remember is that, um, and what I've read is that Baltar died in the movie. Mm-hmm. He was killed, murdered. And then... <laughs> yeah. When they did the TV show, they basically had it where Baltar was spared, 
for his uh, for his treachery, and the the, the was the imperious leader was like, okay, I'm going to sue them for peace, but I want you to go out and uh, you know do what you need to do, mm-hmm. and you know uh-huh. go try right. to find. You know. And you know, there's to a lot think of, like the human yeah. to be the human woman. Um, why do they have a slow adult on their show? It seems like a bad idea, and they're way too patient with it. I'm like, all right, shut up, <laughs> write it down. Oh, we'll read it. Well, God forbid uh, you would you would edit that slow adult in any way to try and you know pick it up a little bit. There is no editing whatsoever going yeah. on. Yeah, and oh. uh, you know, I, I've 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 put myself out there as a bit of a nerd, and um, so, some of what he's saying, let's just say, is not entirely factually accurate. But uh, I, I'm not gonna I'm gonna pretend that I don't know exactly what he's wrong about. Okay, but uh, it makes it that much more entertaining if you if you're that familiar with the original Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, I love that Christian because what he just said was. There was a movie that came out before the TV show, yep. and they killed off one of the characters. And when the TV show started, that character was alive, and so they yep. had to explain it away somehow. And no, um, they put it out theatrically in Europe. See, you tricked me into saying what it is. Uh-huh. And that version, he died. And then by the time it aired, they're like, "Oh, that's actually a, that's actually a good character. Uh, let's keep it. Let's keep a human bad guy around." And he's in the you know the other subsequent like seventeen. 18 Just stop. Episodes. Just stop. Yeah, I, no! not, I don't even like. I know. Look what you I did. Used, I used to like you, and then you started Excuse me, doing Professor that. Brainiac. <laughs> so I'm glad you weren't here the time that Carl and I started talking about the Star Wars Christmas special. That would be even worse. Eric Zane, you weren't a Battlestar Galactica fan when you were growing up? This wasn't for you? I, no, I was when I was a little boy, right. and then yeah. I grew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Sully, after this guy makes the point that they killed off a character and no one had a problem with it, says this. Yeah, but I'm with you. It is an, it's a very subtle retcon compared to today. If you did that, like people would be just bitching on Twitter because – People are now more astute. They can notice big key changes. <laughs> so nowadays, people are more astute, and they would notice big key changes because of Twitter. Yes, He's, they're talking <laughs> about the they're talking about the reboot, right? No, the, he's oh, talking okay. about the, the 1978. The the internet existed when the reboot happened, Correct. and uh, you, one of the main characters suddenly becoming a woman. Oh, nerds got upset. That's all. <laughs> You know, so that's what I thought he was getting at. But uh, all right, was it the Asian girl that's in the reboot? No. Oh, okay. Uh, I, it, the only thing an, I know about a, the reboot is that there's a really hot Asian girl who was in Maxim magazine. Yeah, yeah and I, she ended up on Hawaii Five O. And uh, yeah, now we're talking. Know, now we're making know, some points yeah. over here. She Chris, wore a bikini right. on that show. All right. And so I prefer I preferred her on that show. But uh, the the lead character, the character that Dirk Benedict played in the seventies was a woman that actress name is uh, katie sackoff who's now on the mandalorian i have to stop talking Hold just stop me second. from talking carl Hold on turn a my mic off was it a guy who transitioned to something sackoff wait. <laughs> wait a second hold on you don't even know what you just said you don't even know <laughs> all right so i think this show or this style show would be perfect for Ray DeVito. This is where Ray belongs, with people like this, because they hear a name or something, and they have to go off and give you their knowledge. This guy's trying to set up information and cannot get to it. Yeah. <laughs> Who created the silence? I keep forgetting. It was uh, it was like Belscar. They spell his name different in the 2004 remake, but and they yeah. change it up to where he's having hallucinations and yeah. 
more complex, but here they, 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 they are more blunt that he is practically Skeletor Cobra commander. He is, do not come yeah. to my castle. You will be shot on site. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember they showed that they showed the Cylon planet actually in one episode it, and it was, yeah. it's like they were lizards or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is very much Ray's speed. I think the thing that gets me is like you had first off the cast was amazing. Because you had, yes. especially the original Adama, like he, yeah, the original, um, everyone was, who's was, worked with Lauren Green has said that he is literally everybody's granddad. Like he, yeah, will, literally, he, if you want to <laughs> ask him something, he'll give you some <laughs> solid advice that <laughs> he is, talks a is lot. Yeah, he gets around. <laughs> Sorry, <right>. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was it, here. He was. He was coming off Bonanza. Yeah. So the guy wants to talk about the cast and how amazing the cast was. And Sully has to interrupt immediately and just go, oh, yeah, you know what? I read an interview with him, and I heard this one fun fact. Like, all right, whatever. Shut the fuck up. That's not what we're talking about right now. Yeah. But he can't stop him. So. Everyone's trying to flex, and, like, a couple of them are pulling muscles while they're flexing. Yeah. It's just not <laughs> working out. This show is unbearable. And it's disappointing because I get so jacked up at the theme song. <laughs> to us there's nothing jacked up about this at all so then uh, a thousand percent so then they're talking about i i did hear a couple thousand percents i need to have it on the board anyway <laughs> so then they're they're talking about the cast and other shows and movies the cast has been in and sully hears a word and gets very excited a cassi- a cassiopeia and, that's Spang, and she was also yeah. in an episode of isis and she was in Wait, an episode Happy of ISIS. Wait, yeah. yes. <laughs> it was and called ISIS years before ISIS. And she was in Happy Days if you watched the episode The California Kid. So for some reason, the word ISIS tickles Sully. He's like, oh, ISIS? Yeah. That's hilarious. That's that terrorist group that murders people. Oh, my God, it's hilarious. That was a TV show. Let's be honest, Carl. ISIS is the funniest improv group on the planet. It's true. I've, I've seen some of their videos. They're not bad. Always affirm, ISIS. Always yep. affirm. All right. This is my last clip I have on this. Sully is just wildly ill-informed at all times. Terry yep. Carter, who had just done um, McLeod. As Colonel yep. Teague. I know the One kid the is played Pye. by James Patrick Stewart, who's had a very giant voiceover career. No, he was on... the, the no? kid, what, the little kid? That yeah. was Noah Hathaway. Yep. Okay, so. Which was... Never Ending Story. Yeah. Okay, I know about and, that. So, which yeah. one was Stewart? Was he on the awful second season? Uh, yeah. Let's fucking let it go. Just let it go. No one gives a shit. Also, I can see Christian getting mad at that. He's like, what? That's not who that was. <laughs> no, he was the kid in Galactica 1980. Yeah, that's true. The, the one guy's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the point of a show like this. And this goes on for over an hour where these nerds who can't communicate try to explain to us something they don't know anything about. It's unique. I'll give them that. Not a lot of people try to sell that format to uh, Spotify. That's for sure. Well, you know, they definitely learned from the Studjo playbook. And to some extent, the Shuli playbook. Uh, don't do any prep before your show. Because yeah, that's going to make losers. your show much worse. Yeah. Pre- yeah, Prep is definitely for losers. Never planned. Always funny. Speaking of <laughs> never planned, I have a quick Opie clip that I want to play for you guys now. Again, this is one that Opie put on himself. I'm not pulling this out of his live stream and, and pointing and laughing. He is pulling this out and putting it on his YouTube, 
because he thinks that this is his best of material. Maybe it is. <laughs> hey, Hope, how do MLC, Chad, Summer, and John, et cetera, all have such high numbers? Do you think you have been shadow banned on the YouTube? First off, so he's reading a chat. Aldo says, hey, Ope, how do MLC, Chad, Stuttering John, et cetera, have such high numbers? All right, Chad does not have high numbers. Stuttering John does no. not have high numbers. They're higher than maybe Opie's, but they're not high numbers. All right, let's just point that out first off. So let's see how Opie addresses this. Oh, and also, have you been shadow banned on YouTube? All right, let's find out. Uh, I've been shadow banned here and there over the years. Of course I have. It's very, very obvious, but... But those I love Opie. He never takes responsibility for anything. He has these videos that get dozens of views, and he's like, Well, it's obviously the algorithm working against me. It's not because my shit sucks. That can't yeah, be the case. People who get shadow banned usually get shadow banned for, I don't know, having really strong opinions. Like if you told me that that Anthony Cumia was shadow banned, I'd be like a hundred percent. I'm sure he is. But Opie never really comes out and, and says Hardly anything. You so remember, who's shadow banning? You don't remember Opie's hot takes on Ivermectin three years ago? You don't yeah. remember that? We're talking about a man who doesn't I'm... trust politicians here. <laughs> you know, the only thing I remember was the hottest take of, oh, look, there's a bunny. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty good well, That'll get you banned. Well, hey, don't forget, I saw him doing that one bit when he was talking about the various boats on the Hudson River. It was, oh, yes. it was unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> but those guys are getting big numbers in their live streams because, you know, drama sells. Every time I start ranting and raving about Anthony or Jim Norton, uh, my numbers go way up. And that's what they're doing on a regular basis. They're doing the WWE thing. Because every time I, I move into the WWE crap, meaning uh, ranting and raving, man, I, I see the numbers. They just they go, they go way higher. But I don't really feel like uh, doing that on a regular basis, that's for sure. All right. That's it. That's his best of. Yeah. I don't I don't like doing things that get high numbers. Dude, he literally said he says this all the time. Very flippant. I could do that too if I wanted to. I mean yeah. what they're doing is easy. I could easily do that. First off, you do do that all the time. All you have to do is go to his page and read through the titles. Every single one is Sam Roberts, Jim Norton, Anthony Kubia. This guy's an asshole. This guy's a shithead. Every single video. So he is doing that. And it's old. It's getting old. It's boring. We know all your takes, Opie. Yeah, and he he talks about ranting and raving. It's it's more in the title than anywhere else. It's right. not a rant or a rave. Yeah. No, it's never well, clever. Well, I did get him the attention of that media company who wanted to uh, sit down <laughs> with him. So yeah, clearly he's true. doing something right, Carl. Uh, yeah, they like it when I'm talking about Anthony being a racist. <laughs> they told me they like it when I say Jim Norton isn't funny. Sure they do, Elfie. I'm sure. That's great stuff. And then they want me to come into studio and do a morning zoo show. Uh, why would they say they like it if they don't like it? <laughs> exactly. All right, so that, that moves us into, uh, I just got real quick, a couple clips here from a recent Misery Loves Company, because as we've been documenting, the guests have not been great lately over there. And just the other day, who pops on there? So they got Alex Stein, who I love. Alex Stein's on the show. And then Alex has to leave early because he does his show. And so who pops on? None other than stuttering John Melendez back on (laughs) Misery Loves Company. And so this is great because Kevin Brennan gets caught being a hypocrite by uh, one of my favorite super chatters, Dang Lizard. And let's see how he reacts to this. KB, according to your logic, you really like Chad. Remember you went on his show and the KB and truly haters also work right too. All right. Yeah, it's all at work. I, I, I mean, if anyone can uh, find where I'm doing a work, let me know, because I, I, I love to be in on it. I mean, uh, when I went on Chad's show, 
uh, I don't know what that was. Well, that was when John was on, and he was. I think John was shitting yeah. on Shuli, so I yeah. jumped on just for because uh, chat, whatever. I, I, I listen. Humana, I don't Humana. like. I don't on. like people. Humana, and by Humana. the way, Kevin, when I did your show, didn't you bring in Carl? Yeah, yes. I brought in Carl because I. <laughs> Please, John. You want me to explain it? You're going to make a lot of fucking stupid faces. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I believe both. I would like you to explain it while he makes stupid faces. <laughs> yes. So here's what I want to explain. Kevin Brennan's been going on and on. He got very upset when we did the Uncle Rico show where we brought Chad in because Chad had just done that prank on John for three hours. We were pretending to get all these Venmo and so there's a whole orchestrated prank. So we brought Chad in on Uncle Rico, and it was myself and Anthony and Jim Florentine showed up. So we're all on there, and we're playing clips, and we're laughing about it. And that really pissed Kevin. I was just like, oh, so now you guys are all friends with Chad. This is all just a work. Okay, well, nothing's real then, because you guys did this thing with Chad. And thankfully, the lizard's paying attention, because it was June 30th yes. that KB, who hates Chad Zubach, hates the guy, went on his show. Oh, well, I'm headlining in Vegas. My man! My man! My man! Look at the turkey neck. Look at the wow. turkey neck. Kevin, sorry if I'm copying hack. Yeah, why do you keep stealing my ass? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I'm, I'm just explaining. When I hang out with Dice, I leave talking like Dice. It just happens. Wait, let so, me get my... I gotta get some... You should work with more headliners. Kevin, have Ted be your co-host. Get rid of Bob. Yeah, <laughs> you and Ted. No, I had to jump on because Shuli's a piece of shit, and I, I was a, uh, I had a second that and third that. Shuli's absolute garbage. No one's afraid of Shuli. End of story. Like nobody's afraid of Shuli Edgar or Silent Mike. <laughs> Silent you like that? Mike. <laughs> you like that? Holy Mike. He never talks. <laughs> He's pathetic. I'm just. Hey, I'm Kevin, winging it. it. I'm winging it. Kevin, I did that already. I'm still. I did that already. You copying me? I stop. I'm stealing you, John. I'm yelling at the fucking at my phone like you do. (laughs) Why does John have a? Why does John have a Karen haircut? That's a great question. (laughs) What? What? What the fuck happened to him? He keeps saying he's growing it out, and it's in between stages. Is why he looks like the Quaker Oats guy. But the the bangs that he's trimming is not doing him any favors at all. Be better off like pulling it back or something. I don't know. Oh, damn it. It's terrible. There's a lot of great stuff in that clip, but uh, the thing that I can't stop thinking about is when do you think was the last time that John was in a room with Andrew Dice Clay? You know, he says, oh. oh, whenever I hang out with him, and I'm like, how 20 years at least, right? I mean, there's there's no way Dice is hanging out with Stuttering John. I think the last time they communicated was through Instagram Messenger. I remember John saying that, that he actually responded back to him. He pretends he's big friends with all these people. They don't even have their own phone. They don't have each other's phone numbers. So not buying it. Yeah, there's a lot going on there because Kevin Brennan now likes to act like everything's a work. And why would you even work with this guy? I thought you didn't like this guy. But Kevin's done the same thing as we can see here. And I'm glad that somebody brought that up. So now the super chats are starting to come in and there's some good questions coming in. For John, I want you to listen to how John answers this question. This is one of his tells. I'm picking up on a lot of John's tells lately. Like we saw he was lying and he touched his face. Was that Shuli that you bought? Um, I don't think so. No. He had to touch his face <laughs> when he was saying that. Watch how he responds to this. Uh, Rob Johnson. John's a pretty shade of gray. Proof that 40 beers a day is good for you. John's greasy. Long proof hair. I don't have lighting in Florida right now. I don't have the. It's a great look. 
John, how many beers do you have a day on average? Me? Maybe, I don't no. know. Depends what day. Maybe like eight. No, that's why I'm asking on average. Eight on average? Eight, wow. So, John, how many beers on average do you have every day? Me? Yes, you. <laughs> he literally addressed you by name and is staring at you. And the super chat that's up there is talking about how it looks like you drink 40 beers a day for the last five decades. That's the point. And then John has to like buy himself some time. Who? Who, me? Well, what kind of beer? <laughs> right. Yeah. He goes, it depends on the day. He's like, yeah, that's why I said that. It's a great look. Yeah. John, how many beers do you have a day on average? Me? Maybe... I don't know. Depends what day. Maybe like eight. No, that's why I'm asking on average. Eight on average? Eight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> eight like beers? Yeah. Jeez, what? that's a lot of beers. I don't even get buzz from it, though. You know, <laughs> shitty beers. I know, but no. eight seems like a lot of beers to drink. I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm just curious. I just seems I like a lot. Oh, he'll be dead in five years. <laughs> Who do you got in the death pool, Eric? John, <laughs> I still have Alex Jones, but uh, it's going to be actually all three. Uh, actually, all three of these fuckers look like death warmed over. <laughs> That's actually what I was going to say. Out of these three guys, I think John's going to live the longest. The three guys we're looking at right now. Holy it's possible. Shit. It is possible. It depends on which day. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. That's he the... also has to look at the ceiling for the yeah. answer like a child. Also, but also, why are you drinking eight <laughs> beers if you don't get a buzz? Good point. Right. And what's the point of all those calories and, and drinking? And you have to round MG. up. You know? <laughs> it's like you have to round up to the to the next container that he could buy. So he says eight, so it's definitely a twelve pack. Yeah. You know? If he'd said four, maybe it's a six oh, pack. Oh, maybe that's why yeah, it took like, him a while to do the math. He's going, How many beers are left <laughs> the next morning? Let's see. Sometimes there's <laughs> two, sometimes there's three. Did I get a case or a thirty pack? <laughs> I don't remember. That's are we point. counting the drinks at Pickwick or just in my house? That's a good point, too, because he does go on to say after that that, oh, all the guys at the ball, everybody drinks every day, but they're all professionals. They, they all have things going on. Like a plumber should not be at the bar at 2 p.m. That's not a good plumber. Should be out doing work. All right. Now we get a super chat from Greg Lambert and Chris. Get ready to be insulted on this one. Uh-oh. They're going after us. Seven ninety nine. When Carla, now the guy's going to ask. DK's going to ask for his money back. You didn't. You didn't read my super chat properly. Uh, when Carla daintily sips the froth off his beer, he's actually ingesting producer Chris's seminal fluids. Think they're calling us gay? On that show, Chris. It's just a little prank. I mean, I know, it's funny. It gets me every time, too. Like, whoa. <laughs> Another cream ale? All right. <laughs> the super chats keep coming in, and they're fucking with John. So I, I pull those cuts because I think it's funny. Apparently, this is coming in from a fellow Puerto Rican. We all know John's half Puerto Rican. Uh, John. Uh, oh. uh, John. <laughs> I've never heard you. I've never heard this. Uh, John is an embarrassment to all Puerto Ricans. We do not claim him. We, the Puerto Rican Federation, would like to trade John for the devil himself or someone worse. <laughs> hey, maybe Chad. Who's worse, who's worse than the devil? Chad and or Shuli. Keep him over there. <laughs> no, El, no El Diablo. Mi amigo. John's oh. killing him. He's crushing it out oh, there. Yeah. Pretty good stuff. Miserable's company has this uh, meetup scheduled in August in Atlantic City. And people are wondering what the fuck it is, because apparently 
you go and you meet up with, you wear an MLC t-shirt. That's how you identify that you're there for this event. You go and you meet Kevin at the poker room. And then Kevin's got a suite upstairs and everyone goes upstairs to his suite and hangs out. This is what I know it to be. I don't know if that's true or not. Neither does my sister-in-law, who's planning on going and super chess to find out what the fuck is going on with this thing. <laughs> and yeah. it was amazing. All right, Pete, Pat. I didn't know that you'd die. That's, you know, yeah. that's, uh, uh, Chris- they were talking about Pat Cooper. And John goes, all right, Pete, Pat. I didn't know that you died. <laughs> that was on me, Pat. My bad. <laughs> what an insane thing to say. I didn't know that you died. <laughs> And yeah. it was amazing. All right, Pete, Pat. I didn't know that you died. That's, you know, yeah. uh, Christina Marie, have you made concrete Atlantic City plans? Things are wishy-washy last I heard. Still on? Yes. I mean, not. yeah, yeah there's not. There's no event, but yeah, I'm still going. It's, I'm going to have to talk to my security. Uh, it's pretty weird. What? Security are you right now. Huh? No. He always does, but I'm saying he had security that kind of turned on him, but then he's back. Yeah, again, that was so the guy know. who said, who sent the super chat the uh, Anthony Torito saying I was talking shit about your kid. <coughs> and uh, oh, oh. so then I sent him a DM. I go, uh, I, I sent him, <laughs> I took the tweet or the clip. I, I DM'd him. I go, what, what, what is this? He goes, Oh, I was just fucking around. I'm like, okay, don't be saying I'm, I'm you're, you're saying I'm talking like, that's your idea of a joke. Uh, some other guy was talking shit about your kids. And it's like, or at least tip me off. Uh, yeah. So, so, so I'm like, can I trust him as security? And now he's all being, uh, you well, know, like I apologize, but but I, I don't know if it's a work. I don't know what's a work. Are you following this? Kind what of. is going on here? The Jesus guy, Christ. the guy that Kevin wants to be his security in Atlantic City, is fucking with Kevin, messaging John, saying that Kevin's talking shit about his kids, and so Kevin's like, "Dude, what the fuck? How am I going to trust this guy? He's trying to throw me under the bus with yeah. stuttering John." It's too bad there's only one personal security guard available in all of Atlantic City. That this Correct. is the only guy who could do it for KB. Somebody who's uh, yeah. Does he really does he bad. really need security though? Does he really need security, dude? I want to well, see. I I almost want to. I don't know, I don't want to be there. But I want to see what happens. I hope people film this because apparently Patrick Melton's going to be there, and who knows who else? I, I assume Bob will be there. Yeah. It's not far from where he lives. But what is this going to be? I mean, the the plan, like, all right, so you're going to wear matching T-shirts. Yep. We're going to meet up in the lobby, and you're all going to come up to my suite. This this seems like the teaser for an episode of Law and Order SVU. Yes. You know, I know what happens in a hotel room. <laughs> this is so disorganized and creepy. Yeah. And everyone's just going to be staring at Kevin like, He's going to do something. <laughs> yeah, right. He's yeah. going to do something. Any second now. He's going to be pissed at someone. Turns out for it. he's really mellow and they're all just having tea. Yeah, it probably will be that. Well, the only know. thing he knows how to do is basically if you hand him a $5 bill with a comment on it, he will read it in this hotel suite. And uh, that's basically how he does entertainment now. <laughs> yes, you're right. They'll probably put um, all the super chats in a hat yeah. and he'll just pull them out randomly. <laughs> Would you have to pay for it? Ah, this just came in. Uh, That's really funny. (laughs) All right. So he has a a helmet. What they're talking to Kevin about in this episode is he's got pink sneakers that he wears when he goes bike riding. And he wears a bike helmet. And so John's asking him about that. John's insinuating things. He seems to think a lot of the guys in the Dabbleverse are gay. And so he's insinuating some things here. What color is your helmet? Yeah, it's yellow. (laughs) It's uh, don't. 
<laughs> I'll show my helmet. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a little. Yeah, but it, it's, it's like, like those Boston uniforms, you know, where they had the pink and yellow uniform. Yeah, no, but it's like I, maybe I'm so confident in my sexuality that I, that I can <laughs> maybe wear not. <laughs> what color is your bike? My bike's a regular man's color. No, I don't. I don't get a Piazza bike, but uh, but yeah, I think Carla thinks he's more masculine than me because he doesn't wear a helmet and he just wears a hat when he rides his bike. But Florentine has a huge problem with me wearing a bike helmet, even though I wear it so my head doesn't get burned. Also, if I'm in an accident, maybe I'll get a little protector from a helmet. So there you go. But I'm a Piazza. I got pink. I pink face. I got pink shoes. But I'm saying <laughs> I don't even care Everything anymore. Everything is pink on you. All right. Yeah, for some reason, I, I guess at some point I pointed out I don't wear a bike helmet when I ride my bike around. I just put out a ball cap. And that for some reason, that is stuck in his craw for some reason. I, he's just like, yeah, I know Carl doesn't wear a helmet. I do wear a helmet. You don't have to wear a helmet. You're not going to hit your head. Doesn't, have, doesn't John have a kid who's, uh, who's gay or transgender or something like that? I think he has two of them. What the fuck's he doing then? Dude. <laughs> Hypocrisy police. I thought I thought he was all about oh but he's like making a big deal about it. You know, yep. I I've heard him make a big deal before. Yep. So it seems weird to me that he would suddenly start going this route. To say, oh, you have pink shoes, what are you gay? Is something that right. you would say maybe in middle school. Right. It's so bizarre yeah. to me that that's the angle that they're taking out of this. You like you like gay colors. You're you're a gay because you like gay colors. Jesus. Now, John's going to clip that and be like, see, the homophobic over there. I don't know who this Eric Zane guy is, but he's a homophobic. He's a homophobic. Fucking asshole. All right, this is the last clip I have. And I will say things are fucking getting weird. Everyone is now besties with Stuttering John. The only person left, I feel like, that is not a bestie with uh, Stutt Show because him and Bob are yucking it up for an hour on here. I thought these two did not like each other. John's been going after Bob Levy for a while and now all of a sudden they're talking about having john on the uncle rico show anyway i think Holy we're caught shit. up at 6 30 i did two and a half hours bob's got to jump over to the shuley network and read the no, news I'm, now he's got to do the nightly the news over one. the shuley network no, they got to cover the show i did today yeah we gotta watch that sunday we gotta watch that sunday yeah it's getting but... ridiculous john you should show up one day and watch your show with them it would be the funniest thing. You see, that's what that's what this is all about. Truthfully, it, it is about like this show's about hate. I understand that, but pure uh, unadul- like, unadulterated hate. But yeah, it would be a hoot. Maybe for sweet. It would be a go hoot. Over, you do you do your you jump over and ju- watch Uncle Rico with them. Just so it, it's just come on. And you can explain to them what you were thinking when you said it, or if you remember what you were thinking. (laughs) Maybe we're seeing it wrong. I'd watch. You know, from the different uh, mic amplifications to the not to John not even having a mic. Yeah. And the three, one guy is actually pink. One guy's light brown, and the other one is whiter than white. Gray, yeah. It's, everything about this is fucking weird. What you're saying is it's aesthetically pleasing. I agree. Oh, I could watch God. it all day long. These, these three are, are near death. They Kevin, are All three are near death. Can I just say this to Kevin Brennan? He doesn't understand what this is at all. Now he's saying, John should go on Uncle Rico. He would watch that. That would be fun. He also says... Why am I chumming up with John and then putting out videos where I make fun of John the day they were supposed to do a show together? He's not understanding this at all from my perspective. John and I will be on again August 14th, 6 p.m. Eastern on Stuttering John's channel. Tune in. I have a lot more things to talk to John about. We won't be playing acoustic guitars this time. Don't you worry about that. I will not bring my acoustic. 
to this one. Well, I think Kevin clearly showed that he understands how podcast programming works because he used the term sweeps week. He right. said you should do this yeah. for sweeps week, which is, of course, old network TV ratings plans of, you know, your big episodes well, in it's, February, it's, May, it's, and he November. He has younger yeah. children at home, so he's talking like the kids oh. do. You okay. Know, yeah, you're right. sweep, the, kids, the kids all get excited about yeah. the big, uh, the big crossover of all the uh, NBC Chicago shows for Sweeps Week. You're right. You're right. 100. Is, is right. Arbitron out yet, Dad? Yeah, the kids are always <laughs> talking about these things. All right, let's bring my buddy and yours, everyone's best friend, Cardiff Electric, out of the show. Hi. Hey, what's happening, Cardiff? Not you, much. You've had a busy week. Let's talk about what's what's going on this week, and I want to exhausted. Thank, yeah, I want to thank Cardiff for this. So, I did a uh, interview with Joey C on Thursday night. Tukey joined me. Cardiff joined me. I think that turned out to be a pretty good episode. It wasn't meant to be an episode or anything like that. I got a lot of shit for it. Like, girl, just go back to do WTP. I'm like, no, I'm still do WTP. It's fine. It's just a little one off thing with with Joey C. Yeah, I was going to dip in for five minutes, and I was like, this is fucking captivating yeah it, was, it wasn't bad we got to the now, bottom how, of what joey sees up to howard stern always talked he wanted to do his radio show but then he wanted to do special interview episodes kind of like right you've accomplished what howard stern was never able to accomplish with that interview you're right cardiff he talked about that forever and then he did mm-hmm, it a little mm-hmm. bit years and years ago on the e-show i remember he had like a little thing but that was very short-lived yes. so anyway so i did that and then yesterday i did my consequence for the creep off where i had to listen to the bill's Shout song for two hours straight on repeat. <laughs> and I did that. And at the same time, Cardiff was over with Stuttering John. And then Vinny comes on with me. And then Vinny leaves to go on Stuttering John's show. So we were sniping a little bit. And again, everyone's best friends with everyone now. I see Vinny being a chuckle fuck and, and laughing it up with Stuttering John over there. Like, what the fuck is going on over here? Where's there any loyalty? There's no loyalty. What's going on? Nope. But we had a great time yesterday. Uh, Cardiff did pop on for a second with us on there. But we also had uh, Craig from the Blind Mike Project. Why are you laughing? We had uh, Vito Giswaldi came on. We had Lorenzo Ariola came on and hung out with me for quite a while. Who else was on that uh, show with me? I'm blanking on names. Shit, now I'm offending people. The other guy. Plus the other guy was on there. <laughs> What's her face? Yeah, what's her face? You remember <laughs> So that was a lot of fun. And uh, Cardiff has just been everywhere. You are John's co-host now. Is that true? Yeah, maybe not. <laughs> I don't know, he said it. He said he's done with me on Twitter. Oh, he did? Uh, five minutes after he followed me. So I'm not sure. <laughs> he some but he's still messages. following me. So we'll see what happens next Thursday. Hard, hard nut to crack. What do you mean next Thursday? You've been on the show every day of the week this week. Well, I'm, I'm only on the schedule for Thursday. I'm okay. expecting an invite five minutes before showtime. Monday and Tuesday, probably. Not Wednesday. Not a political show. Okay. All right. It's time. We got to uh, we got to catch an alien. Yeah. You guys know the deal. Thank you, Cardiff. We missed this uh, game this past episode. Yes, I know. It's time for everyone's favorite game show. To catch an alien. Oh, Tony from Mac the Movies. Are you ready to play? <laughs> God damn it. That's the other thing, too. I just did an episode with Tony from Mac the Movies last night where we reviewed The Machine, Burt Kreischer's movie. And I actually watched that whole movie. And uh, that was a fun little breakdown we did. Tony does a really good job. He runs through the entire movie. He has still frames of it, so we can go through scene by scene and talk about what happened and what our take was on it. 
And so Tony popped on with me during my consequence, and then I did his show that night, which is on the Hack the Movies channel. So, so what you're saying is that Hack the Movies is the exact opposite of Jacked Up Review Show. Correct. It sounds like there's a lot of prep went into that. We actually knew what we were talking about. No. And, and the Burt Kreischer movie was great, wasn't it? Carl, aren't you glad you saw it? <laughs> Dude, I can't figure out why he thought that was going to be funny. There wasn't a single scene that made me smile. What about when the guy's dick got shot off? Spoiler alert, everybody. <laughs> you, so you, I, I, and th- that was the, the problem with it, too, is that at the end, it gets so cartoonish and stupid. It's trying to be kind of realistic with the action scenes, I think. And yeah. then at the end, he drinks vodka like it's Popeye eating spinach. He takes his shirt off, drinks vodka, and now he's like beating up all of these wildly trained assassins in Russia. And he's lighting up a cigar with a machine gun that the guy's trying to shoot at him. It's just like, okay. It's exhausting. <laughs> yeah. But uh, at least uh, at least Mark Hamill was good in that movie. He's though. fucking you know, terrible in it. He didn't embarrass his legacy he's at all. terrible yeah. in it. I made the comment, I haven't hated Luke Skywalker this much since The Last Jedi. It was so bad. <laughs> it's time for everyone's favorite game show. To catch an alien. Are you ready to play? Oh my gosh, you know what? I'm being very rude. Yes. An alien. I know that we need to get to this and catch an alien, but Mary Beth is here, our review girl. Oh. Hey. What's up, Hello. Mary Beth? I can't win today. <laughs> Looking fantastic, Mary Beth. All right, you ready to, to play Thank to catch you. an alien? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get on it. It's not fair. That's no. what it is. Personally, okay, if I want to be in a relationship with somebody, like I don't want any games. Like I don't want them to not to to leave me on red or like do that whole like psychology. Like I don't want that. I want just normal like let's talk and we talk, you Most know what I mean? That. Like type thing, but I don't want I don't want you games. Don't see man. Yeah. Okay. But if it's just like for fun, like the games, I guess. Like a side piece. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like a side piece. Or just like a you know, people that are trying to get at you type thing. That's really cool what you guys got going on. It reminds me of uh, like a Jesse Walters. You know that is he, he's on Fox. But... Oh, Jesse Waters. Yeah, Waters. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he used to be with the guy that got hit on the sex thing. Who was yeah, that guy? Yeah. He was he was actually in the middle. Anyway, there was a reporter on Fox, and he would go out, and Jesse would go out and do stuff like this, like crazy, kind of like a stuttering John. Stuttering John. John. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Like stuttering John from Howard Stern, but not quite as crazy. Right, right. Now, to me, when I hear that a girl wants an asshole or likes an asshole, I immediately say, (laughs) (laughs) What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one, walk away. B, daddy issues. Next, monkey see, monkey do. Four, you are what you eat. <laughs> Lastly, that's too funny. Forget about it. <laughs> oh, to catch shit, an alien. Now I know which one Tuki would pick because he has a, he has a, feels a certain way about Italians. But I will go first. I think it's going to be B, Daddy Issues. And I will go over to Eric Zane. What do you think? One walk away. One walk away. And then over to Christian Blatt. Everyone's in my basement. It's very confusing. (laughs) It's a little confusing. I'm going to go with uh, next, Monkey See, Monkey Do. All right. Uh, Mary Beth. Let's see. What was after Monkey See, Monkey Do? Oh, I mean, uh, it was. You are what you eat. You are what you eat. Forget about it. 
Uh, no, you are what you eat is uh, number four. Right. For, I will lastly, go with forget the, about it. The forget about forget it. About it. You're gonna go, go with forget that. about it. Yeah. All right, uh, producer Chris. I pick B. Daddy issues. All right, you and I are on the same page. Let's see. So wait, which one did we not pick? Uh, you are what you eat. Right. You are what you eat. Okay. Right, Cardiff. That's the one mm-hmm. we didn't pick. Yeah. Yep. So that's going to be it. Now, to me, <laughs> when I hear that a girl wants an asshole <clears throat> or likes an asshole, I immediately say daddy issues. Yes. Daddy issues. Yeah. And the reason why is because they never had that alpha male. Yeah. And because they didn't have the alpha Fuck male, yeah. they want, they're want they yearning for that Listen guy to, to be a dick. Analysis. Like, yes. what the fuck are you doing? Yep. Get the fuck in here now. Yeah. You're not wearing that. Yeah. They that. want that. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're saying? That the woman wants that. Okay. Because yeah. she never had a father. Like, she didn't have a good oh, father figure. Right. Okay. That was an alpha male. So they're looking for a dad. They're looking for a dad. Yeah. And that's why they like the guy being mm-hmm. an asshole, even though they won't admit it. Yeah. And that's why they're also. They out. might not even know it. They might not even know it yeah. or accepted it yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why they're out at the club all the time at 3 yeah. o'clock in the fucking That's morning. true because also girls that have had a really good father figure, they usually are with a really good guy. But that's not their fault that they had a bad dad. No, no, no. You're right. It's not their, it's not their but fault. I, but I just think that's why they want the asshole. Yeah. You know Therapy. I mean? Now, one thing you said on there, right? See, this is where I think women are nuts. <laughs> See, women think that you have guy friends. Yeah. You don't have guy friends. I do, though. But you don't. I do. You do not. I swear. They want to fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Will you, will you, do you agree with me? 100%. And can you please elaborate? Okay, so. <laughs> so you should have a Man. friend like me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Tommy, Tommy has never made more sense. Well, No guy has a female friend. It's just a girl they're still trying to figure out how to fuck. Tommy's right. But Tommy, you might not want to agree with him just yet, Christian. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's doing his Joe Rogan impression right now. I can tell when he's turning on his Joe Rogan charm. That's what I'm seeing here. It has to come from you. It has to come from I will. you. I still don't believe it. I, I know, because you're naive. No, it's not. Whoa, don't say that. <laughs> well, if you actually think that you have guy friends, I mean, you might have, you know, obviously, you know, Wally's your friend. I mean, you might, yeah, have, yeah, you yeah. might have, like, five. Right. But all these other guys that you think are your friends, they are oh, not no, your no, friends. No. I think, I don't think I have that many. But I think the ones that I do have, they know I'm not going to fuck them. So if they're still around, like, I mean, they know I'm not going to. You don't understand men. Well, let me tell you they something. They think eventually you'll break. Right. Nah. You remember, you might have a long time. Damn, Wally waited 10 years. Wait. wait. (laughs) You wait. (laughs) Because that guy that you think is your friend, okay, he accepts for now. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, how are you doing today? Listen, there's no guy on the planet that's going to text you every day that is not with you. Okay, whatever you do have, whatever little bit of shit they throw at you, he thinks one day he's going to get in your pants. He's not your friend. What? He's pretending to be your friend. Correct. And he might like you like you're cool. Yeah. But in the back of his mind, one of these days, somebody's going to break your heart. You're going to have a bad day. He's going to get you drunk enough. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get to you. Right. I'm, it's just you're writing how this it down? Is, a lot of women are very naive Tommy, to that. shut the fuck and up. And then that you're ruining everything. <laughs> so wait. Uh, wait until they're emotionally unstable. Get them drunk. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Male cheating. code. At least. Is their boyfriend? It leads to that. Oh. Because, okay, so you're with a guy, and you have <laughs> She's, 50 this guy is all friends. all new to her. Okay? Oh. And you think that these guys oh. are your friends. Yeah. Guy knows guy. Guy okay. knows that they're not your friend. <laughs> okay. Okay? That they want to get in your pants. So How when come you she get in a fight with your boss, I, I don't know why he's still I, I, explaining it. Yeah. Yeah. Just move on. He's made it very clear. He's made three examples. She's like, now well, go over it again. One more time. Mary Beth, how many guy friends do you have? <laughs> um, That... I'm 
five. Well, that, that are married? Uh, like Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're just saying friends right now, Mary Beth. They all want to fuck you. There's four guys in a potato friend. talking to you right now. So. We're all your friends, right? <laughs> we're your friends, right? <laughs> Us and all of the viewers and listeners of WTP, we're your real friends. Okay. Boyfriend. And you talk to your friend. About Number the fight, like, zero. oh, fucking Wally did this to me, You're whatever. Okay, zero. he's, he's <laughs> like an antenna <laughs> dog. Brian. <laughs> I had a feeling Brian was watching that. So, so I wanted to ask how many friends. You notice how she got the Kevin Brennan humming, humming, humming. Mary Beth is a few me? friends, I think. You mean Mary? That was fantastic. That was so great. I'm so happy he did that. He's, he's the best. You know, maybe, maybe. Okay. Now, Guy is like, okay, it's just my friend. It's just my friend. Yeah. But. Guy knows guy. Okay. And then eventually, guys like. And then he beats the shit out of him. Oh, okay. Well, I okay. That would be the proper way to handle it. One more time. One more time. Do it again. Mm -hmm. Or I'm gonna really hurt you. Right. Right. Hypothetically, allegedly. Okay. Well, it's not that I'm naive about it. Allegedly. (laughs) That's all for this time. Come back next time to find out if you can get your girlfriends drunk enough to consensually have sex with you. To catch an alien. That's a lot of words. That's a lot of words. Then Uranus got hit, mm-hmm. and it's tilted, which you never hear about. No. Then Uranus got hit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many radical feminists does it take to change a light bulb? Two. One to change the bulb, and the other to suck my dick. But black and blue and hate sex. The ten-year-old in my truck. Jesus, Tukey. Oh no! That guy's always on. That second part of the clip should have been another uh, installment of "To Catch an Alien" because I feel like "Guy Knows Guy" seems like one of those answers that uh, Cardiff would have made up, and we none of us would have believed it. I never would have guessed that. He said it like thrice. There. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know that was a long clip, but I had to get that one out. That was a, I couldn't stop watching. <laughs> so fucking annoying. Uh, my favorite thing was way back at the beginning of the clip when he's talking about Jesse Walters, who's really Jesse Waters. Yeah. He says he used to be on that show, you know, with that guy who's in the middle. He's talking about Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. You know, that guy who really was a straight shooter and uh, really wanted to hear things from both sides. You know that guy who didn't spin the stories, even though yeah. every single thing he did was a spin of a story? Yep. That guy. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. him. <laughs> that's that's pretty fun. I'm glad that you're understanding what the fuck he's saying because I was not. Right. Fucking thing sucks. All right, all right, Bill. You're right. <laughs> okay. Uh, I want to thank, obviously, Eric Zane for coming on the show today, doing a fantastic job mm-hmm. picking mm-hmm. a great show for us to review. No, please, with uh, your buddy, Justin Nettlebeck. And uh, I hope he lands on his feet someday. We're really We're really rooting for him. No, we're not. Okay. <laughs> people should check out Eric Zane on the Eric Zane Show. There's also a website people can go to. Sure. EricZaneShow.com. Thank you, Carl. And uh, all the usual spots for free podcast and Patreon. And, of course, watch Eric, myself, and Christian on Tuesday, the 15th, as we'll be debuting Who Are These Broadcasters? And I believe that's going to be its usual slot, weekly slot there on uh, the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel. So, Eric, thank you so much for your time, buddy. I appreciate it. Carl, it's always a pleasure. You guys are great, and I thank you for the opportunity. I thank you, buddy. He's such a pro, this guy. Such a pro. (laughs) Love it. Uh, 
Now let's go to someone who's not as much of a pro. Christian Blatt, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I literally had nothing else to do. I was so happy that you asked. Uh, well, yeah, and you're doing uh, summer you, surfing you, at 5.30 a.m. I, I did pop. I was going to mention that I did pop so on uh, subreddit surfing at uh, 5.30. So it's been a long day of podcasting. But uh, I do have my own podcast. If you don't get enough of me, it is called The Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. And if you want a real review of The Machine with Burt Kreischer, look for episode 545. Cardiff and I did that. And then mm-hmm. in our most recent episode, uh, we reviewed Oppenheimer. And then we got a visit from Tukey. And one of my co-hosts had absolutely no idea what to make of Tukey. And uh, it was actually kind of great. So uh, you can find me in those places. All right. Very good. Thank you, Christian. And I'm looking forward to uh, doing our debut of Who Are These Broadcasters with Eric on uh, Tuesday the 15th. Yeah, I got to start looking at, looking for clips because we used all the ones I have. So I got nothing. Yep, so. we, no more Mike Kelta on this nope. show that we're doing. <laughs> well, is dry. All right. Very good. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for, for hopping on. Uh, please. Thanks, buddy. Join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once and for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, everypony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. <sighs> mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job. Internet news with Lucy Tightbox. From Patreon, Deluxe comments on our latest bonus. Another excellent show, fellas. KB wishes he could do a show other than yelling, Hack! Solo nice. Susanna was a saint to stay married to SJ as long as she did. He never made a single effort towards anything in his life. Why should he make an effort towards his marriage? SJ's bragging about Playboy Playmates, threesomes, and horn dog ways. I hope that she cleaned him out in the divorce. And judging from his current life, she absolutely did. Diang Lizard. Carl, when will you learn that stuttering John is always right? He will yell his version of the truth louder, so he's winning. I can't understand how Carl keeps stealing John's fame and money, and everyone just ignores it and supports this wood paneling having club footed beer sipping childless hack jay horvath john famously doesn't like cheese in addition to fish my guess is that he has the palate of a seven-year-old and refuses to try anything he hasn't eaten before average cracker opines hughesy is hilarious nobody can say different silence do good hughesy sucks Principled uncertainty, Husey, sweet. I started out not a fan, but he's worn me down like a childhood rapist. From Facebook, Pablo Meza writes, Wow, Joey C is a runaway freight train. Thank God Tukey and Cardiff were there to give some levity. Jeff Dolniak, almost as bad as Ray DeVito. Thank God for the dabble Muppets. Richard Cranium, is he trying to be the next Gino Bisconti? Josiah Pitchforth, this blithering guinea is so exhausting. Shane Turner, Two potatoes, a Muppet, and an onion in the top right. Travis Wilson, weird. Usually that guy seems so normal and lucid. Dan J. Morris has sad news. KB just said Carl is done. Shut it down, guys. It's over. Paul Climes, it's been a good run, boys. Nice knowing ya. Nathan Steen, damn it. Well, it's been real, y'all. Carl Cross, oh, guess I'll have to watch his podcast. Not. Scott Stevens, whoa. Easy there, 1990. And Brett Purdy plays us out with a few examples of things John has stolen from Howard's playbook. Number one, 
asking female guests sex questions. B. Messing up names to make it look like the person they're talking about isn't that important. 3. Claiming to have a small penis. D. Claiming they have OCD. Number 5. Claiming to be a broadcaster. Number 6. Pronouncing human as human. G. Being extremely cheap. 8. Narcissism. 9. Claims to be a fan of music. J. Grew up with a rough childhood. Father treated him like shit. 11. Failed marriage, three kids, and finally, number 12, fake liberal. This is a small sample. Feel free to add more. It's a pretty good list. Can't argue with any of those on that list. Mary Beth, welcome back to the program. Yes. Do you have any reviews that you can read for us, being a review girl? I do. I do. I have a couple here. And can you remind Vic that I haven't run all of our review girls off the show? Yet. (laughs) Not yet. Not that I know of. (laughs) Thank you, Cardiff. Okay, this one is called Glory Days. It's time to get over the glory days. Carl is clearly obsessed with Stuttering John and the rest of the hosts are forced to suffer. Carl, the 1990s are over and it's time to move on. They are. <laughs> you I remember the 90s. <laughs> um, is that a one-star review, Mary Beth? Yep. Sounded like it. Ah, Love it. I mean, I was going to ask if you guys wanted to go see Smash Mouth with me next weekend, so I don't know what they're talking about, about the 90s being over. I'll go see Collective Soul if we can get backstage. <laughs> That's I, do, I think about. you have somebody in your cell phone who might be able to help you. Yes, I think so. So I did quit Stuttering John. He couldn't quit me. I just want to make that clear for the record. All right. Uh, I remember the 90s. <laughs> yes, you do, kind of. <laughs> See, Cardiff doesn't show up the 90s because that's back when he was a professional baseball player and he likes to rub it in everyone's face. <laughs> yes. How good he was The good old days. Yeah. Glory days. Oh, someone sent me the clip. I was going to play it on the show. I'll have to play it next time. The clip of John calling you out for not actually being a professional baseball player for the Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> and right, I, won't, I won't talk anymore about it. It's really funny. Um, what else you got, Mary Beth? All right. I got one more and it's pretty long, so please forgive my reading, but right. I'm going to try. It's called Orwellian Doublespeak. This podcast is hosted by a mouth breather named Carl, who grew up in Spencerport with club feet, yet somehow skateboarded. He also has jacked up teeth, a deviated septum, a patchy beard, and a questionable hairline. Carl is married to Jenny Jingles, a hairdresser singer who likes to play rock band. Carl loves Ween and Weezer, lives in a cold climate, yet plays 60s instrumental surf surf rock while dressed up like a nerd (laughs) he loves to drink estrogenic beers while watching football hockey and baseball boring (laughs) carl after working at e-bombs world and e-bombs world yeah e-bombs world okay and owning a marketing agency where he would take dumps at on the reg (laughs) all right this is the first lie so has done so well he bought a house in Florida to live close to Stuttering John, everybody. <laughs> Carl loves cashless, biosecurity, track and trace database, Hunger Games, society, yet he claims to be a libertarian. I hope his mother-in-law, mother-in-law, has time to listen to all of Carl's four podcasts and endless appearances on other podcasts. Most important of all, Carl hates when podcast hosts talk about their personal lives. <laughs> all right. So I just <laughs> want to say to my brother, who obviously wrote that review, that mm-hmm. it's not completely accurate. 
There's a few things. So I, I see what this person is doing. Mary Beth. Is that the end of the review? Yep. It's got to be a five star if they know that much about me, right? It's a three star. Oh, <laughs> what's the point? This person's listened to hundreds of episodes of my podcast. <laughs> to piece all that together, I get three stars. All right. Well, it's better than one, right? Well, at least you know it's an honest review. It does sound very honest, <laughs> that review. You know what? Fuck it. No more podcast reviews. No more clips. I'm just going to tell you about my day. Yeah, That's the new show format. <laughs> read from your diary. Yeah, I'll just read from my diary. I'll tell you everything I did the day before. We'll just do it that way. You win. You win, reviewer guy. All right, let's check out some uh, some voicemails. Carl, you fucked us. You fucked us bad. I woke up Sunday, and I read the description, which I usually don't do, and it's like, hey, uh, returning guest or, or returning whatever, you made it sound like somebody important was fucking coming on. And then it's Vic. And then she doesn't even hang around. I speak for everybody when I say that we thought it was going to be Crows. Well, hold on a second. Which is it? Were you disappointed that Vic was on or are you disappointed that she left? Because you can't be both, right? It's like, oh, damn it, it's Vic. Oh, where'd Vic go? Uh-huh. <laughs> and if you hear the bathroom fan in the background, fuck you. I didn't care enough to try to make this quality good because you didn't care enough to give us a good enough person to fuck yourself. It's actually better than most voicemails. <laughs> yeah, I know. It actually sounded great. It's pretty good. Anyway, everyone's excited that Vic came back, yeah. as you can tell. This guy's very excited. Chazaroo, looking forward to round two between you and Stucho. The turd versus the nerd. The simp versus the gimp. Not bad. The stunt versus the cunt. Okay. And now the return of Victoria. Man, she's still salty, huh? Must be all that semen she's been swallowing. Ah, oh, the fucking butterface is back. <laughs> Shout out to Prep Boy Rick. Where you at? Holla at your boy. All right, let's be nice to uh, to Vic. We want her to come back again someday. Oh, this is a good idea for a show that we could do. Hey, Carl, Keith in Montana. Um, still catching up on some of the podcasts. Um, I was just wondering when the format uh, switched from who are these podcasts to uh, who are these whores. Anyway, call me back. Who are these whores? That's not bad. <laughs> WATW coming at you. <laughs> just all the different podcasts about OnlyFans girls. We just talk about chlamydia and green discharge and never gets old. <laughs> oh, 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 my gag reflex. Read your own medical records on the air. All right. Oh, the All Apologies podcast is uh, is killing it with Trucker Andy for not checking that out. Carl, I've been loving the latest episodes. I demand more Lizzo content. We need to figure out a way. I don't know if she has a podcast or a friend has a podcast. There's got to be a way that you can dedicate at least a half an episode to Lizzo. Uh, and also let no, uh, Trucker Andy know uh, that I really appreciate the All Apologies podcast. I never thought I'd see the day where I laughed at a morning zoo rape. David Dobrik is a fucking psychopath. Anyway, call me back. I agree on the Lizzo side of things. I've now listened to the third podcast that my buddy Tim Dillon has done about Lizzo. He was on Joe Rogan talking about it and i can't get enough this lawsuit is bonkers and as tim Dillon has brought up many times she has somehow made a profession that never existed before fat backup dancer so you got these fat backup dancers who are like she's working us really hard i'm very tired it's like well yeah 
You're, you're fat. <laughs> you're not supposed to be a backup dancer touring around the country. That's not what fat people do. Of course, that's not going to work. But if they get in shape, they're going to get fired. Correct. So they can't. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Tim Dillon said, not to just repeat him. But um, Lizzo, in her response, said, it doesn't matter what anyone's weight becomes. I would never fire them for being too fat. He's like, you can get me too fat to be a backup dancer? There's got to be a number where you're too fat to be a backup dancer. Anyway, that Vinny. whole thing is... Yeah, right. That's the number. <laughs> <laughs> It's Paulino. <laughs> hey, Carl. It's Keith in Montana. Um, I was calling about that whole uh, thing with the uh, brink of sanity, you know, the whole negativeverse thing. And, uh, you know, like in Montana, we do more than just cow tipping. We are kind of, some of us can be uh, nerdy a little bit. And I think uh, that whole negativeverse thing has something to do with Sailor Moon. And before you judge me about a dude watching uh, Sailor Moon, just remember I was a teenager who was getting erections at one time. So just keep keep that in mind before you think I'm just some uber nerd watching girls cartoon. I do not want to think about your erections when you were a teenager. Uh, bye. Bye. Did you know that, Mary Beth, that Negaverse is a Sailor Moon reference? No. Good. I don't feel as bad now. <laughs> that was a yeah. test. <laughs> I think he had a great argument, though. He's like, don't be mad that I watched girls shows. I was jerking off to them, okay? Yeah. Yeah, isn't Sailor Moon a cartoon? Yes, it is. He's yeah. <laughs> jerking off to cartoons. He's just like, I mean, we were all kids once, right? <laughs> Weird. She does wear a really short skirt, so you oh, know, she's you're... kind of asking for him to. You're one of them. There. Yeah, <laughs> you're one of them, Christian. All right, Maybe. this is. I always like when we get celebrities calling into the show. This is the gay guy from Trisha Paytas's podcast, just Trish, <laughs> calling into the show. This is that gay guy from Trisha Paytas' podcast beseeching you all to stop making fun of her for being a former prostitute. You should all be so lucky to have had retained her services at some point. Hey, producer Chris, on September 15th, can I get a taste of your magic bag? Call me. <laughs> well, Make him an offer. <laughs> He's just playing hard to get. You got this. Yeah. Shots of tequila. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe he's going through a breakup. Maybe he's getting a little drunk. Yeah. There's ways to make this happen. All right. Hey, Carl. This is uh, Joey uh, S. Yeah, oh, Joey, Joey S. S. That's, uh, that's the name that's real. Uh, I'm Italian <laughs> as well. Uh, I want to do a Zoom show. Where I talk about comic books, but not like the TV shows and the movies that everyone likes. Uh, you know, the, the things that nobody reads except for me. Uh, I want to talk about those. Uh, I want you to coach me in how to do that podcast. Okay. I want to eat up, eat up like two hours of your day while a, a potato and a green cum sock make fun of me. And uh, I promise I will ramble. I promise I will not listen to you, and I promise I will sound like I am mentally ill. Don't call me back. All right, Joey S. You're on. Can't say no to that. That sounds like a great idea. I don't know if you remember, Cardiff, when I was talking to, to Joey C., I was asking him, well, mm-hmm. what do you want to do? You know, you've entered into this Dabbleverse. You obviously you have a show. You're trying to get something going. What do you want to do? And he had three ideas for shows, and two of them were decent. Because he's been to federal prison and he knows a bunch of prisoners and he wanted to bring on prisoners and interview them about maybe their crimes or their time behind bars and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, oh, people love that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. 
And then he also yeah, has Chris. Chris, by the way, especially wants to hear about the time behind bars. That's what he's. That's what he said too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then he also has all these guys he knows from the mob from Chicago, and he wants to have those guys on telling their old war stories about the mafia. I'm like, oh, people love that shit. That sounds great. And then his other idea was he used to do the laundry for minor league baseball teams, and yeah. he's like, I got some yes. stories. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no one gives a shit about the guy who did laundry for the visiting team. Of some of that shit Holy really stinks. Equals jockstrap. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. And Tim like, Raines had shit stains on everything, <laughs> literally everything. <laughs> what a, a Tim Raines it pours. So I explained to him, I go, no one's going to tune into that. And he goes, wow, no, that was you, hilarious. You don't, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> he goes, he goes, no, you don't understand. Guys would have to come down and do rehab stents when they were recovering from an injury and they would, they would play three or four games and the miners like, I know, I know, but <laughs> that's not a good story. <laughs> not good. Don't do that. Anyway, I hope you took my advice. <laughs> I hope so. Well, Ray, Ray DeVito took your advice, so I would assume Joey C. will also <laughs> yeah. take your advice. Yeah, Everyone's yeah. listening to me, obviously. <laughs> Carter was like, should I start a show about the 90s? I'm like, no. Who gives a shit about the 90s? He's like, all right, I'm doing it. Okay. No one ever listens to me. never asked you. I know. <laughs> Do what I want. All right. So, Cardiff, yes and is how this show works. No. Never. <laughs> no, never. No, never. This is why Vinny hates working with you. You know that, right? You're a real problem. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, Carl, it's Ronnie in Syracuse. You're fucking my job, sir. Oh, no. After all these years of being a supporter on Supercast and enjoying all these bonus episodes, including easy for you to say, I have finally both flipped my side from laughing so that when I oh. drink, it pours out in oh, little no. holes like a watering can. Damn it. And more importantly, I have laughed my ass off. Oh, no. My job requires me to sit down while I drive a bus. Just one? I can no longer do that, Carl. I can't even wear pants without stuffing them with straw. Thanks a lot, Carl. Don't call me back. There are side effects of this show. <laughs> I probably should point that out more often. I think that was a farcical call. <laughs> He, he did use a code word from a known radio personality. He's on top of this one. All right. So Mr. Magenta called in because remember this guy called in and said he didn't like Mr. Magenta's songs. <laughs> so I think Mr. Magenta took this one to heart and he's got a, he's got a response. Hey, Carl, it's Mr. Magenta. And I just wanted to respond to the voicemail from the last episode that gave me a motherfucking. I only play played out songs. The last one I did was Stuttering John's I'll Talk My Way Out of It. That song is so not played out, it was never played in. Not to mention, there was no auto-tune on that. So either I'm getting to be a better singer and you couldn't tell the difference, or you didn't listen to it, which is impossible because I read the Reddit and nobody skips a parody song. You know, I actually was going to tone down on the auto-tune a little bit. But after that, get ready for share, motherfucker. Yeah! All right, Mr. Magenta. Keep up the great work. Don't listen to a single voicemail. They're always dumb. All of them are dumb. <laughs> Except for this guy right here. Hey, you know, I think we can all admit uh, we lost the thread a little bit. You're doing drama right now on Creep Off. And uh, while it's fun, it's, I love the drama. I love the boomer drama. It's the best. But, like, man, I was thinking, like, uh, I need another tedious crossover. That's what I want. That's what I'm looking for. Yep. Those were some of the best episodes, for real. Those are some of the funniest fucking episodes. 
You and Dick have a dynamic that is great. You're doing shows with all these other guys. Honestly, you should uh, reach out to Dick and, like, you know, grasp Dick firmly. Mm. I'm not gay. Hold it close to you. You know, try to profit off of that. I don't know what I'm saying. I thought that I tried to be funny. I'm not funny, (laughs) man. But at least I'm fucking humble enough. I'm probably the most humble person on earth. That's pretty funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, t- I'll take him on. Don't, I don't give a fuck, but stop writing me letters. So my buddy Dick, his name is Dick, but Dick also is like a penis. So what he was trying to say is like, grab a dick. Yeah, reach for some dick. Yeah, and then like squeeze it real hard. I think he tried to do like a double entendre kind of thing. It's pretty clever. Pretty clever <laughs> stuff. He also sounds like somebody who's going to love. Who are these broadcasters premiering Tuesday? That's right. August 15th at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on the Who Are These Podcasts YouTube channel. Maybe featuring Dick. Who knows what's going to happen? I'm happy to hear that uh, Carl has started another show before the Creep Off Roast video has seen the light of day. (laughs) Thank you, Carl. (laughs) Thank you. I have the SD cards. You've had the SD cards for a year. They're right here. <laughs> I have all the video. I Good. just got to get this pulled together. I own things, too. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like I'm going to yell at my video again. You're making it rain cards like fucking uh, like, Zoomox. Like Zoomox. Yeah. He's like, oh, I got it. And I got this SD card. And I got that SD card. Be careful with that. <laughs> Be careful with that. That's oh, broken. Shit. There goes the roast. Yeah. Last so one. now you don't have to do hey, it. Hey, Carl, check iTunes. There's some new reviews since Wednesday. iTunes reviews. Get on it, review girl. <laughs> it sounds like that guy is the guy who left a review for us on uh, Apple. There's a guy who is collecting all the reviews and putting them on a Google Sheet for us. Did you get that, Mary Beth? Yeah, I was using it, actually. That is awesome. And I want to give the person credit. Now I'm blanking on what their name is, so I shouldn't have brought it up. But... <laughs> I'll give them but credit next time for sure. I need to shout out. I think it's Coleman, but there's other Coleman, so I wasn't sure. Uh, you got a shout out there, uh, Cardi? I, I need to shout out. Check on uh, Dabblers Anonymous. Check on my Twitter. Kenneth Otto uh, has set up a GoFundMe. Go check mm. it out, Dabblers. Support. Uh, even if it's to spite John, yes. go and give Kenneth Otto some money recovering from cancer. Very good. We'll yes. definitely check that out. Thank you, Cardiff. Uh, Cardiff, Christian, Chris, Mary Beth. Love you all. Thank you so much for being part of the show today. And with that. How can I go into that after a kid in the auto? Go fund me. You found a way. Arriba. Goodbye. That was a great episode. That was really great. Okay, folks. Guess what? The episode's over. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. Okay, bye.